Hey, this is Terry Gore and the Dr. Randy Davis with the Afternoon Sea Cruise. We're on every Monday from 2 to 6 and now every Tuesday from 1 to 4 on KTCBroadcasting.com and the Boss Radio. Hit me! Don't miss any of the excitement of Blue Devil football in 2021. Sidesteps one tackler, takes it in for the touchdown. In trouble and thrown down. Right here on your home for Duke football. Down the sideline, 20, 10, 5, touchdown. The Blue Devil Sports Network from Learfield. The Cherryville Golf and Country Club is now having a new membership drive. That's right. If you're not a member, now is the time. It is a nine-hole course that will be expanding to an 18-hole in the near future. Every Friday night, the restaurant, it will be serving the best steaks in town, along with ribs and seafood. And the best thing about the restaurant, it is open to the public. Looking to have a wedding reception, the birthday party, corporate event? Cherville Bank Room is the best place. Ask Dan about their Golf Package fundraiser deal. Check their menu out on Facebook. Cherryville Golf and Country Club, 200 Club Drive, Cherryville. Call 704-435-6597. Looking for a boat, RV, or farm equipment this summer? Carolina Federal can help with financing. Recreation loans are available for as low as 3.75% APR. Contact us today for more information by calling 704-435-0186 or online at carolinafcu.org. Or stop by our branch located at 1200 East Church Street in Cherryville. At Carolina Federal Credit Union, we treat you like family because you are. Rates based on credit history. Get a great deal on versatile Kubota equipment today, like Kubota BX and L-Series compact tractors, part of our under 100-horsepower tractor lineup rated number one for reliability, Z-Series mowers and sidekick utility vehicles. Stop by your local Kubota dealer today. Bring home the Kubota BX2380 tractor for zero down, 0% APR for up to 60 months, now through December 31st. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for more details. Your Kubota dealer is Parker Farm Service, 126 Bessie Drive in Kings Mountain. Gaston County's premier flooring center is Carbon One Interiors, located at 2757 East Ozark Avenue in Gastonia. Seen is believing at Carbon One Interiors in Gastonia, where you get a large selection at a low price with expert advice. Ask about their beautiful guarantee. If you don't love your new carpet, they'll replace it free. And right now, luxury vinyl plank is just $2.99 a square foot. Come see for yourself and refresh your home this year with a stop at Carpet One Interiors, 2757 East Ozark Avenue in Gastonia. Online at CarpetOneGastonia.com. Are your fall finances falling out of control? Well, take charge. Let the folks at Basic Finance in Shelby help you out. You'll be able to rake up the debt with one call. Call for an appointment at 704-481-0111 today. Get a loan from $500 to $7,500. See Basic Finance today, 306-2 East Dixon Boulevard in Shelby, right across from Shelby High School. And remember, golf on Saturday, church on Sunday. The game plays right here. Are you ready for some football? Your sports. OHS Shelby, WLO in Lincoln, WCSL, Cherryville, Gastonia. 
Hello, this is Milton Baker inviting you to listen to NASCAR Racing right here on WCSL, 1590 AM, 92.3 FM, and KTCBroadcasting.com. Another Saturday morning sports talk with Kevin Hastings, Tom Stefani, Terry Reinhart, and as always, JP on the board. And we have a guest with us this morning, our intern Shrews in the house as well. I'm sure she'll be on camera later. Uh, Terry's not on. Yeah, let the truth be with you. And, <laughs> and very true, good. I just I just want you to know that you're going to be hearing dad jokes probably the entire time. <laughs> You're at this radio station, so I do apologize for that. Do you have Tom's here? <laughs> J- JP, she's on. Um, Pasco got her last night. I can't even remember what it was. Three. I heard a. Jo- I heard y'all giggling about it. I didn't catch. I didn't catch. I didn't make was. the joke, but I did giggle. So that <laughs> makes me guilt by association. I, 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 didn't, I didn't catch what true, it was. But true I heard did y'all not talking about it while I was. I while think I was Brent said something games. to affect that it is true that. Or something, something to that nature. But can y'all not help yourselves? We, we can't. It just happens. <laughs> we just. It's like it's like her. the progressive commercial. You're becoming your parents. The truth. Can you hear yeah. us in there? Thumbs up. That mic's on. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can. Mm-hmm. Oh, can you? Right. Can you? Can you hear us? Can you hear us? Can you hear us? Not that way. Well. All right. The, the, your 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 uh, headphone volume is over there on a little black box around this. You got to stand up and go around the corner and follow it around. It's behind the, the TV screen there. Oh. little black audio box. All right. Uh, good morning, everybody. Enjoying our breakfast from Mitchum's Kitchen this morning. Uh, Terry and uh, Tom. Uh, I'm done with mine. I had a sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit, and it was fantastic. Uh, I think True orders some pancakes. She hasn't reported in on it. She has, I don't know if she started yet. She's, she's been busy doing a little work here, pressing I some have, buttons. In fact, started my pancakes. They are delicious. Are they? I can recommend. Yeah. All right. So she's she's enjoying her. Uh, you We can't uh, control her from in here. That's okay. JP. Uh, <laughs> t- turn her up, JP. There you go. Turn up. Say, hey, True. Hey. Oh, that's much better. For some reason, I can't. All right. We'll get you on the camera in here in a minute and in and, 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 and in front of the in front of the camera, <laughs> the camera in there is not set up right now for yeah. JP. He broke it. Um, well, so I didn't J- even touch it. What do you? I meant I meant when we t- your face. What what uh what do you have oh, for breakfast, yeah, sure. JP? Uh, I actually got a sausage, egg, and cheese on a bun today. On a I'm, bun. Mm, Want to try it on a bun? On a bun. Mm-hmm. Terry, what are you working on? I had pancakes with liver mush and bacon. Well, good morning, everybody. Saturday morning sports talk. Uh, here, uh, Kevin Hastings and Tom Cenefani, Terry Reinhart, True Harrington, and J.P. Prather. Now, True, come on in here. I got a job for you. I got a job Uh-oh. for you to do already. 
All right, Trey, let's see if we can do this. You've got. All right, Trey, we got you in front of the board. Uh, we're going to get the camera on you in just a moment. But your job, if you'll turn around and, and flip the light switch off so we can all see it a little bit better. Uh, we're old and can't see the board. Yeah, just flip, keep flipping to the lights in here. Go off. There you go. All right. So, True, let's turn you on. Talk. Hello. We got you. Loud and clear. All right. Now, True, if you would, how do you think you can do managing some of these teams and games? Do you think you can you can, you can can get, you can read? I got to use read. Yeah. Okay. She, she can read. She went to Burns, not Bessemer City. Okay? Oh, well, we, Mr. C was one of my teachers. Come on. Well, that's, that's the issue. That's what I was concerned about. Oh. I knew I knew that Cinefani had been a teacher at some point. So I was going to say, yeah, well, can you do this? Yeah. All right. I'll let you do the first column to start. Now, these are some one. These are mostly in. Well, these are all 1A schools. So we'll let true to the 1As. And if she does well, we may, we may make her do the whole board. I might get a promotion, don't yeah. you? Let's see if you can. Let's just see how it goes. <laughs> okay, so we got the T.J. Jefferson Griffins against the Terrible Ironman, twenty to twelve. The Carolina Bearcats and the Highland Tech Rams. That was a wash, zero to not zero. The Bishop McGuinnins Villains against the Mountain Island Raptors, zero to forty-seven. Wow. <laughs> Carver Yellow Jackets against the Pine Lake. Pra- Prep Pride, 6 to 30. And then Lake Norman Charter Knights against Community School of Devinson Spartans, 14 to 52. Western Salem Prep and Christian King Cruise Crusaders. I gave you the hard ones. I, yeah, so, I know. So I'm having a no like. Trick. It was a trick. You've never heard of these schools. Okay. Yeah. So go down the middle ones. Okay. You know these schools. I'm sorry, Drew. Now, now these th- those are, are those are these schools that Tom loves to, to, to talk about here in the 1A brackets with the uh, – the the direct the name it after some guy who was a a, a leader of of some place somewhere some sometime we got but, like four different names in the school <laughs> I mean all right so true go down the middle we've got East Gaston and Burns last night you were at that game oh. so what will you tell us the score about that one and then how about you tell us your experience last night on the broadcast and then I'll let you handle some of these other ones how about that okay so with the uh, East Gaston and Burns thirty eight forty five it was a really that was a tough game mm-hmm. I think. A lot of the expectation did not go as well. We expected to really just win easily, but they, they put up a really good fight. It was a good game. And I got to record the second. I was up there in the press box with the first half. It was a good, great experience watching Tom and stuff talk, seeing, like, all the slang and stuff y'all use for football because I didn't know any of it. And then I got to record the second half of the game, and I got to record those, like, amazing touchdowns last minute game-winning touchdowns that was really a great experience great first experience and she got to uh she got to talk on the radio a little bit she got to do the introduction we put her on the spot yes. then we we had her bring us back one time from a commercial break they love doing that here putting you on the spot and, and it, yeah but I, but i'll tell you that uh when you watch uh brent pasco do the stats he's he's probably about the best there is on that i mean he 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 does really well uh with uh keeping the stats and and if you have a good stat man, then you can you really have that stuff to build on during the whole game, and that's what really makes uh, the broadcast. So, just uh, want to say how you know what what a great job Brent does, and and uh, True was also helping us out by something that Brent and I both have a hard time doing: seeing those numbers on those jerseys. So True was able to see who was there. I said, "Man, I kind of like having a spotter." <laughs> next next time, I think I'm gonna bring her uh, some binoculars to help her out a little bit even more, but. It was nice to have some extra help in the booth last night, and 
<clears throat> that was a crazy game. Uh, and really, I, you probably tell in my voice I had left us for dead, especially <laughs> after that interception where the pass interference wipes out the interception. And, well, it looked like you were dead. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I mean <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I, I, I feel you on that one, Tom. I mean, it was, it was – I cannot believe. And then here, if you're watching online and you see that play where we tied the score – Look at that safety, how he doesn't get depth. See how he doesn't get depth? He comes over and tries to make a hero play, doesn't get behind, and then Allen slips behind him and gets the touchdown. See him? Here he comes. I mean, he's he's good. He's trying to be a hero. And all he's got to do is go to the back of the end zone and knock yeah. that ball away. So I'm sure that uh during film study they're gonna get on him a little bit, but I, I feel sorry for the I feel sorry for these guests and kids. They really, you know, as I told Dennis last night, they should have won the football game, but uh, shoulda, woulda, coulda. Uh, Burns gets to win, and that sets up the really, really big game with Shelby and uh, Burns in two weeks if we can get by Cherryville next week. But East Gaston is playing a lot better than they have been in the past. True? Or is Burns yeah. you talking to me or not her? as good? I'm talking to Tom. Oh, I thought you were talking uh, to her. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying that, that East Gaston has played. I mean, they've they've really, really improved to where they have been two couple years ago i mean everybody just walked on them but they have uh showball a very good running back hill uh mckinney who plays both ways and cheryl the quarterback terry I, I mean that was four really good athletes and then there was another big guy number 73 i can't remember his name but literally terry he would just reach up and pull guys down i mean it's just, i mean he was so strong and the guys were talking about how big they were they were big up front I mean, they had some big guys on their defensive line, and it gave our offensive lines a little undersized, and it gave, it gave us problems. I mean, we just couldn't move them. So uh, I, they have a good football team. If they can keep those guys in that program and, and keep building from where they are, they're, they're going to make some noise in the 2A uh, bracket. So, so true, you um, helped out a little bit there before the game and in the first half and everything. Then you got moved outside, right? And mm-hmm. into the Correct. elements. So yes. uh out there with Matt Royster and um doing some video for us and that's when it got really exciting then yes. out there the, out there on the uh, top of the uh, other other press box. Tell us a little, a little bit about halftime and how the fans and, and everybody was the atmosphere. Oh, it was like just it felt like a movie, like a high school football movie <laughs> in the atmosphere. It was so great. I mean, being on the visitor side, I see like how much they really care about their team. And then I've never seen our I've never seen our sounds get that loud, you know, for a football game. And it really seemed like everybody was just having a good time, and it looked like everybody was enjoying the game. It was a good game to watch. Well, thank you for helping out. You want to take a crack at that those middle teams? I will definitely try. Can't I, promise them. First tip. Just go slow, okay, and read the scores. Uh, just you, you. Those are easy. I, I think you got. That. I think you <laughs> I got know these. the schools. I think. Okay, go. Okay, these. so we have the Chase Trojans against Polk Full County Wolverines, thirty-one to thirteen. The Bessemer City Yellow Jackets against Shelby Golden Lions, zero to sixty-three. Go Shelby. <laughs> <laughs> NC Rockets fifty-two to thirteen against RS Central Hilltoppers. We got the Brevard Brevard Blue Devils <laughs> against the Patton Panthers forty-one to twenty. Eastburg Cavaliers against Lincoln Wolves twenty to thirty-five. Say this one slow. West Caldwell Warriors against the West Twelve. 
Yeah. Now you go. Go ahead. Wesley. Terry teaches at Wesley. Oh, okay. So the Rebels get a big win, and yeah. Terry wants you to emphasize. Yeah. This is what he wants you to Guys, say. Guys, West Lincoln beats there you the go. There you go. Warriors 35 to 12. No, no, no true, no true. <laughs> and the West Lincoln Rebels oh. smash the, the West Caldwell Warriors 35 to 12. That's what he wants you to say. Yeah. Well, That's what he wants you to say. You know, Rebel, Rebels squeak by. Now on to the next game. <laughs> okay, we got the Maiden Blue Devils against the Bunker Hill Bears 62 to 13. We're just crushing them out here, aren't we? The Newton Conover Red Devils against the Pandy's Trojans, forty to six. Okay. East Sur East Surrey Cardinals yep. against the Forbush Falcons, forty yep. to fourteen. And then the Avery County Vikings, twenty seven to twenty eight against Madison Patriots. Now that that was probably a good game to watch. Very close. We got the Wil- Wilkers Central Eagles. Wilkes. Wilkes, now, Wilkes now, my bad guys. Now Zach Galifianakis will be very angry at you <laughs> if you can't say Wilkes County. My okay? my apologies. That's Zach, all right. All right, Zach. I'm sorry. The Wilkes Central <laughs> Eagles against the West Wilkes Blackhawks, thirty six to nothing. I'm sure he's happy about that though. <laughs> you got the North Wilkes Vikings against the Surrey Central Eagles, twenty to forty five, and then the Owen Warhorses against West Henderson Falcons, twenty two to forty four. All right, True, you can go sit down and enjoy the rest of your breakfast. We're going to Thank you, True. go through Thank the rest, rest of them. And you did a fantastic job. You're doing a great job so far here on KTC. No matter what Terry says or asks. Yeah. Just wanted to emphasize the local scores. Uh, Thomas Jefferson defeats Cherryville 20-12. to 12. Burns over East Gaston 45-13. Chase over Polk County 31-13. to 13. Shelby Big over Bessemer City 63 to nothing. And it's uh, the Reynolds Rockets. AC Reynolds defeats RS Central fifty-two to thirteen. Crest Blanks Forest View thirty to nothing. Terry's West Lincoln Rebels defeat West Caldwell on home on homecoming night, thirty-five to twelve. So congratulations to them. And we're going to talk about uh, their uh, position in the playoff mix. And it's Kings Mountain over Stuart Kramer forty-one to twenty-eight. Thought that was an interesting game. Uh, that uh, Stuart Kramer was able to keep that close. And uh, I think that Kings Mountain was able to pull away in the end. Uh, so, and, and then, and you know what? I've slept on this Hickory Red Tornadoes team. 63 to nothing winners over West Iredale last night. They're up to number seven in uh, the North Korean power pole, I think, or number 11. So I, I think that uh, Hickory's got a pretty good team this year, and we've kind of slept on them because they haven't been so good in, in recent years, Terry. Well, Tom, I haven't slept on them. Maybe you have, but. Uh. <laughs> okay, wait a minute. Coach Pruitt is on the line. Coach Pruitt, can you hear us? Yeah, Tom. How you doing? I'm doing good, Coach. Uh, saw you had the lead in that game. I was kind of immersed in my own game over there at Burns. Uh, looks like uh, Thomas Jefferson came out on top, though, Coach. Uh, spirited effort from your boys. Why don't you tell us what happened in that game? Well, two good teams. Uh Played a home game. It was senior night. Uh, honored 10 seniors last night. So uh, we do play Burns next week. But as we looked at our schedule with uh, COVID and no guarantees, we thought moving our game up a week might be beneficial in case we didn't get it in. So uh, we uh, played a, a good game. Uh, we, we probably played as hard a game as we played. But we probably, in the last month of the season, executed at times not as well. And, uh, you know, this week our uh, – 
one of our leadership council uh, players, uh, his name is J.D. Detoli. He talked about execution. We give those guys the opportunity to speak to the team, and uh, this year uh, our theme is we want winners. And uh, one of the things that we talked about, Cooper's talked about repetition. Uh, Jackson Owens talked about dedication. Caden Beaver talked about being a team player. Uh, each of those guys has talked about something that was ironic. J.D. talked about execution. Uh, for, for us last night, simple things, uh, executing that to the quarterback uh, was uh, were problematic at times and put us behind the sticks. And uh, we just uh, had a few blocks here and there, a few tackles here and there, which makes the difference in a game. In a close high school football game, four or five plays make the difference. And that's true of any any game. You go watch a college game today, going to come down to the end. Uh, Alabama, I'm sure Nick Saban says there's four or five plays fumbling inside the five-yard line last week. There's always uh, those plays that stick out like that, but there's also plays where a simple tackle here, a sack there, um, makes a difference. And, you know, you got to give credit Thomas Jefferson, uh, number seven, the quarterback for them, uh, played an exceptional game. They put the ball in his hands ooh, about 90% of the time last night. He handed it off a few times, but he was either carrying it or throwing it. And obviously, uh, Dakota Petey's a, a hard person to handle on. They got us in a coverage that they wanted and, and manned us up. But overall, I mean, we slowed their offense down. Uh, we only gave up two scores. Uh, we gave up a pick six there uh, right in the uh, waning moments, I guess, of the third quarter and uh, had some opportunities to uh, get ourselves back in position to hopefully tie the game. But, you know, we, uh, we were without our uh, two kickers. And uh, that led to uh, us having to go for two. So uh, this time of the year, uh, everybody's uh, on that road. You know, Thomas Jefferson played uh, the two A-teams back-to-back-to-back. So they were beat up coming into our game. And uh, I'm sure they didn't feel like they were full speed either. And we were without one of our starting linemen. We basically played seven linemen and rotated them on offense and defense last night. Same's going to be true next week against Burns. And uh, we're going to hopefully get some of our JV kids uh, in the mix and uh, hopefully those guys can uh, can contribute and uh, see what we can do against the Bulldogs. Coach, what's the what's the current playoff picture looking like in that 1A? I mean, I know that you're setting up a big game with Bessemer City coming down there. Uh, Thomas Jefferson, yeah. obviously, one, one of your competitors in that 1A, so is Highland Tech, which you've, which you've won. Uh, how do you feel yeah. about your situation now? I know that you can take care of business against Bessemer City, and then and then how does that kind of set up the play, uh, the playoff picture? play Burns first, yeah. and, uh, and Burns is going to play us, and then they're going to play Shelby. So we're excited about getting to play Burns. For the playoff picture, um, this new format, uh, like a close win don't matter, or a close loss, it doesn't matter. A win is a win, and a loss is a loss. Um, and uh, like last week, we won and we rose one spot. Uh, this week, we're going to lose, and we might gain a spot or two because we're gaining Thomas Jefferson's strength of schedule this week. We got going to gain Burns' strength of schedule. Um, if we had beaten Patton in one last night, then our our spot would be so much higher. Of course, um, last night's game was basically for a home playoff game because between us, Bessemer City, and Thomas Jefferson, somebody's getting one since they beat both of us. It's theirs to have. But if we would have won, then that would have set up a possibility for a three-way tie for that spot. So that's not in the picture now. We got to take care of us and go and win a game Friday night, and then go win another game on the next Friday night. Go win the next game on the, the first round of the playoffs. 
Uh, we were in this position a few years ago where we needed to win back to back to back to get ourselves to Thanksgiving, and we got to the last game on the on the row and didn't win that one. So we got to get ourselves on a roll. Uh, we're playing well enough to win, but we got to do little things a lot better, and that's what we'll work on Monday. Yeah, we're watching the highlights uh, of the deep pass to uh, who is that catch? Is that Cooper Sloan catching that that, no, that deep ball? No, uh, we we um, played uh, we played the first half pretty much without Cooper. Cooper sprained his ankle on the first offensive play or defensive play of the game, so uh, he gutted it out in the second half and he got on the field and he was he wasn't Cooper. He said, "Coach, I'm better running this way than that way because I can't plan," and uh, that's just the type of kid Cooper is. And, uh, we'll get him back. If it's for Burns, great. If it's not, somebody else will get an opportunity. And uh, last night we went to a lot of one-back sets uh, and tried to feature Chase running the football a little bit. Uh, there were times we, we did some great things in that area, and that's something we'll work on again this week. But Chase took a blow to the shin in about the, I guess it was uh, early in the fourth quarter, and hobbled around at the end. So we're, we're in that position where we've got kids out with uh, probably a, concussion or two and we've got kids that are beat beat up uh, like i said we'll get ready but the person who called the two touchdown passes last night was landon Hahn. Landon Hahn, and yeah. uh, we had a couple other shots uh, one two probably i guess landon had uh chances at a little too much pressure at times and just uh you know i mean i'm going to see a college player overthrow a ball by a step i think i saw sam howell do it about four times last week the under three one two so uh you're not going to make every play uh, and uh, we had a chance to hit Caden on a little throwback uh, later in the game. But uh, but you, you got to also look at Chase, and he uh, escapes the pocket. Two guys draped all over and throws a perfect ball to land. And I don't know if you got the one where he's yep. catching it and running in stride or if he's catching it and he's got the guy on his back. We watched both of them. The second one right now. Yeah, we watched so, the second so, one. Uh, both, both, both those plays are outstanding plays. Both those kids are outstanding players. Well, I, I wouldn't trade my guys for anybody right now. And uh, – Look forward to getting back on the practice field and us uh, carrying it out to the end of the year and see where this team can go because we got a chance to be, you know, this week we would have been going to Elkin and Elkin got beat by Allegheny last night. So I know Elkin's beat up. I listened to their game with Starmount on Monday and they had, I think, two of their better players out by the end of the game. So uh, everybody's in that position to uh, to be in position to win a game at the end of the uh, season and the playoffs. And our guys are going to be in the position we were in last night in a playoff game. And I got confidence that we're going to make plays and we're going to win that game. So I'm looking forward to that opportunity. Well, Coach, um, like I said, you got, you got just a couple more games left in the regular season. Um, and, and then hopefully uh, we'll be we'll, we'll have some playoff football here on chair. Watching the uh, excitement there in the stands, um, you know, another different year here uh, with everything going on last night, senior night. Uh, you want to mention uh, your seniors? Uh, real quick. Uh, sorry, Kevin. I turned away from uh, Huntersville, making sure I'm not going to miss a turn. I was just asking uh, if you want to mention yeah, your seniors. Uh, uh, I mean, yeah, we, uh, you put me on the spot. I'm see if I can name <laughs> all ten of them. It's going to be tough. Uh, but uh, but no, uh, in terms of uh, the group, I mean, they're a group that's uh, all of them's pretty much been with us for their duration. Uh, some of them have had bumps in the road. Uh, one of them didn't get to play in the spring and has had an outstanding year. I'll go ahead and say it. Mason Grindstaff. Mason Mason is, uh, last night I let him do something a little different, tell us about your future plans, and Mason put, he's hoping to uh, join the Marine Corps on July 17th and hopefully uh, continue his MMA career. He's got his first amateur MMA fight today at uh, Myrtle Beach. So good luck, Mason. And uh, 
and then uh, go from there. You know, Cooper uh, plans to attend a college of uh, his choice that hopefully will want him to play football and continue his football career. Uh, Caden would like to go to Wake Forest University and uh, major in exercise and sports, me- uh, not medicine, but sport exercise science. Uh, uh, let's see, I think, I, yeah, definitely exercise science. And then Jackson Owens, uh, who is ranked number one in this class, is going to NC State to study biology. Uh, let's see, who am I going to skip over there? I'm going by numbers. Jack Mulvey's hoping to go to the Citadel or East Carolina University. Uh, Gavin Cease is hoping to go to NC State and major in uh, business or business administration. Uh, Kane Cash wants to go to school, and uh, he wants to uh, he wants to do sports management. And uh, Cameron Terrell's wanting to go to Gardner Webb, and he would like to be in nursing. And uh, Mitchell Lackey is uh, wanting to go and, and become an auto mechanic, so he's going to go into a trade field. And uh, how many have I named? <laughs> You've gone there. You did a bunch, Coach. I wasn't I counting. <laughs> you did a bunch, Coach. Did I'll we, tell you that. Roster up, or you, or you got and uh, and Carter Spangler is uh, my kids are in the car, and they've done a great job of being quiet because we got them all heading to a travel ball game. But Carter Spangler, you go and go, Emma. That's girl. She said me. Uh, Carter Spangler, he wanting to go to Coastal Carolina University or possibly East Carolina University. So a uh, great group of guys. Or uh, and uh, looking forward to what they hold. And, of course, yesterday was senior night, so you're typing all that stuff out. And, uh, I like writing stuff out, but I did type it out for Vince last night so he could read it. Sometimes my writing gets a little rough. And uh, appreciate Vince Hefner being the voice of the Ironman. Uh, he, uh, he does things, and he does our thank yous and all the little things that we do. And I want to mention a couple things. One, we have a Major League Baseball uh, speaker at uh, First United Best, uh, Baptist Church, First First Baptist Church in Cherville. He is going to speak. He plays outfield for the Chicago Cubs. And sorry, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. I want to say his name is Rafi or Raphael. He uh, will speak Tuesday afternoon at 6 p.m. John Alfaro does our pregame stuff. does an excellent job with that. He's got him set up to speak. So I think anybody in the community is welcome to do that. Uh, John said he wanted to reach out to little league players, travel ball players, People that you know just have a keen interest in the in the game of baseball and charitable. So that's something coming up. We are doing our raffle next Friday night. Tom, you going to be at the game? Uh, I am planning on it, but I'm waiting for my instructions from my superiors. So I'm I'm right. planning well, I'm planning I, on being there. It'd be convenient because it's close yeah. to the studio. If he wants me to do both next week, but yeah. I am planning on being there. So I hope to see you there, Coach. Gotcha. Next Friday, I'll be there. Next Friday night, we are drawing our uh, 125 for 100 raffle, meaning we got 125 $100 tickets, and you got a 1 in 25 chance to win the grand prize of $3,500. $1,500 is second prize, and 500 is third prize. Anybody in the community wants to reach out to Scott Harrell or a coach or you know a player or a parent, we can hook you up with the ticket. Uh, so we're drawing that at halftime of the Burns game, so it's going to be a busy week, hopefully collecting some money. And um, I guess that's about it. Um, just looking forward to a, another week and another opportunity to get out there. All right, Coach. Well, you guys have a, a good weekend and stay safe and uh, see you uh, hear from you next week. I appreciate it. Go, Ironman. All right, good luck. Thank you, Coach. Thank you. Thanks. Terrible Ironman last night, fall uh, 2012, looking at some of the highlights while he, we were talking to Coach there. Uh, a couple of nice throws. I mean, they're yeah, really nice oh, throws. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, he, he throws the ball fantastic. And um, and in all, and both of them moving his feet well, like what he was talking about. Um, and, you know, Ironman close to that 
uh, Terry, these split conferences, you know, it, it also not only does it, you know, make some unfair matchups, then it, it cuts a it cuts a playoff spot out. Yes, it does. Out of out of what would be a, a maybe three teams that they could go. So I, I don't know. You, you know, a lot of things to to look about. Uh, for the folks watching online, this is uh this is Mason. Uh, that's uh, graduating. Uh, yeah, he is going to the Marine Corps. He's actually uh, last night. Uh, Terry got in the showers, got in the car, drove to Myrtle Beach last night. He's fighting tonight in a, in an MMA fight. This kid? Yeah, my nephew. Not my my wife's wow. nephew. My wife's nephew. Uh, wow. Last night, uh, he got some. I, I don't know if he's ever got any before. Coach can maybe tell me later or something. I don't know if he's ever got a, a, a carry before, but I know he got a carry last night when uh, the other kid got hurt. Yeah. And I heard his name. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Uh, I think I he I think got a cup picked up a couple yards. He's gonna you know play hard, run hard, no matter what. Uh, good kid, uh, and uh, hope he does well tonight down in Myrtle Beach. I'm sure I'll uh, get that's the, uh, that's the crazy. Info like a, a that. High school kid at an MMA. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, well, Tom, he was a silver medalist in the world. That's uh, in wow. 17 and under in, in Hungary. Remind remind me not to fight that kid. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so I'm not gonna go looking for him. No. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, we're going to uh, – let me let me find the scoreboard. Oh, it's the same computer. Right? That's what I need to do. All right, uh, so, um, guys, uh, you want to go over the scores again real time for a minute? I can go over there, scores. There, there, let, me there, there, my, let me get my spectacles. There you go. Okay. And now I'll give you the scores. All right, Terry, why don't I do the left? I'll do the middle. Okay. It was Thomas Jefferson over Cherubal, 20 to 12. Uh, Highland and Carolina, I guess, didn't play. I, I, we just don't have that. Score. Don't have the score. Mountain Island crushes Bishop McGinnis, forty-seven to nothing. Pine Lake Prep defeats Bessemer City, thirty to six. The Community School of Davidson over Lake Norman Charter, fifty-two. That was Car- that was Carver's Tom, not Bessemer City. What? Uh, okay, Car. Oh, I saw the yellow jacket. I'm sorry, Pine Lake over. Carver, my fault. Okay, that is Carver. It's the same logo, though. Right. That threw me off. Sorry about that. Christ the King Crusaders over Winston-Salem Prep, 28-24. to 24. Uh, Elkin and North Stokes and, now, you know, uh, those games that don't have scores yet. We're still working on it. Robbinsville over Murphy, 23-20. to 20. Swain County defeats Hayesville, 42-14. to 14. Cherokee edges Andrews, 12-9 to 9 in a battle of field goals, I guess. Drone over Rosman, thirty-two to two. That doesn't sound right. It was actually Tom. You're not going to believe me. I'll tell you. Yeah, three touchdowns and a safety in the Cherokee Andrews game. Three touchdowns and a safety. Okay, so it wasn't a battle of field goals. Okay, <laughs> sounds like a battle of field goals. The Mountain Heritage Cougars defeat Mitchell thirty-three to nothing, and Starmount over South Stokes eighteen to eight. Terry. <laughs> All righty. It was Burns with a struggle against East Gaston, but Burns comes out on top, 45-38. to 38. It was Chase bouncing back from a loss last week to win this week, 31-13 to 13 over Polk County. It was Shelby, uh, no trouble with Bessemer City, 63 to nothing. It was A.C. Reynolds, 52, R.S. Central, 13. It was Brevard, 41, Patton, 20. It was Lincoln in with their fourth win in a row, defeating East Burke 35-20. to It was West Lincoln giving the truth to West Caldwell 35-12. to It was Maiden defeating Bunker Hill 62-13. to 
Newton Conover defeats Bandy's forty to six. It was if I can see the score. It was East Surrey forty. Four Bush fourteen. It was Madison over Avery County twenty eight twenty seven. It was Wilkes Central thirty six. West Wilkes zero and East I mean Surrey Central forty five and North Wilkes twenty. All right, and then there at the bottom, West Henderson defeats Owen forty four to twenty two. East Lincoln over St. Stephen's forty two to six. Statesville crushes North Iredell forty four to nothing. Hickory. Destroys West Iredell sixty-three to nothing. A lot of crazy scores uh, this on this board here. North Lincoln big over Fred T. Ford forty-nine to thir- uh, three. Crest Blanks Forestview thirty to zero. Kings Mountain over Stuart Kramer forty-one to twenty-eight. South Point and Ashbrook has been moved to Monday. North Gaston edges Hunter Huss. Did I hear you correctly that Hunter Huss was ahead nineteen nothing in this game? I don't know. Uh, it seemed like uh, Je- Jeff. Jeff, if if, if it was Jeff, Jeff did, went to the game. Yeah, it seemed like Jeff said Hunter Huss was up nineteen to nothing, but North Gaston gets their first one of the year, twenty to nineteen, over Hunter Huss, and South Caldwell over Alexander Central, fifty-one to twenty-seven. Uh, Watauga big over Highbright. They're having a great season. Watauga is forty-nine thirteen. Freedom over Ash County, fifty-four to twenty-eight. Smoky Mountain defeats Franklin, forty-four twenty-seven. Pisgah edges Tuscola 21 to 20 and North Henderson over East Henderson 40 to seven. All right. We're going to go over some, uh, highlights here, uh, for a moment, uh, as we get ready. Uh, so, uh, as always red zone channel, we got some highlights out last night at the games. Uh, Tanner Halbert was out there. Rob Roop was out. Matt Royster was out with, assistance by true harrington uh <laughs> let's see uh where else did i have someone else yeah there was one more uh shelby uh, no no all right anyway we'll start here in king's mountain uh tanner oh shannon was out at crest last night uh this is tanner out at, uh with a good shot of the astro turf there tom ready to rock yep <laughs> and there's matt with a picture of burns believe it or not tom you and true are in this picture, I would imagine. In that picture? Yeah. Aren't you in that picture? Probably am. You would really need a microscope to see me there on the if, left hand If you side guys were at work on time, you were in that picture, right? Yep. Terry? Yep. Uh, well, <laughs> true probably was there, but I don't know what Tom was. Oh, you know, I, Tom, this, is huh? the bull, this is the Bullen Springs Little Bulldogs, Terry. Look, check this out. Running out, running out of the, uh, the helmet there for Crest. I wait, we got some audio of that. Tom, hit that computer button real quick. Let's see if this works right. I don't blow my ears off. We've got the kids. You can hear them coming out just having all kinds of fun. Here comes the little chargers. All right, then we got the Springmore Bulldogs. Highlight of them on Saturday morning sports talk. And then finally, the division champ, Crest Middle School Dragons. Here they come out. And then, finally, the entrance of the night, the award goes to Fireworks Display. The Fireworks Display at Burns, the Bulldogs. Check it out. Pretty cool. That's impressive, Tom. I liked it. I didn't expect yeah. it. That was pretty That's cool. Impressive. That's pretty cool. I mean, I'm going to zoom out a little bit. You guys saw the, the, the craziest one I've seen is Alexander County, which has a motorcycle. Oh. Uh, 
you know, parade that goes around the track. And with that, game. I believe, JP, we got a phone call. We have Coach Devine who ran through and I guess he slipped the fireworks last night. Here is the start of the game. Call is that him leading the parade? It's probably, uh, I can't tell. <laughs> but I'll tell you, fun. I don't know who paid for the fireworks, but I appreciate it. It was a pretty good display there. Make sure we got all our make sure we got all our permits for that one. I hope so. Coach Devine, can you hear us? Yeah, I'm here, uh see. I see your voice is about like mine from yelling in that game last night. Crazy game, forty five thirty eight. Uh, I think uh, you know, when I was talking to you and Coach Beaver this week, yeah, they got a lot of big guys and I think their size did create some issues for us, but in the end, we were able to do enough and uh, get the uh, get the win. Tell us a little bit about uh, what you thought about last night's game. Well, it was uh, obviously, like you said, it was a crazy game. But I, you know, I told our kids and told our coaching staff. I thought that's kind of the way it would go because I know they could they could move the football and we were going to have trouble at times stopping them. And uh, like. Uh, like I talked to Coach Green yesterday or Wednesday, I think he called me and I told him I was concerned about stopping him. And he said, "Well, you're just going to have to outscore him." So that's basically what happened in a nutshell. And uh, I'm glad our kids kept fighting and didn't quit, and, and uh, they played their tails off. And East Gaston's kids played their tails off and came down to basically who had the ball last. And I, I it was t- exciting. I'm, I hope everybody enjoyed it because it sure was exciting. Yeah, you know, this Cheryl kid who was their quarterback, the left-handed kid, could really throw some darts. We're watching the highlights of the uh, the first touchdown he threw to McKinney, and it just looked like our guys got caught with eyes on the quarterback, and McKinney slipped behind him and, and takes it in for a touchdown. Yeah, that's the, it's kind of like playing South Point. You get you get the caught up stopping the run, you know, it puts your safeties in a bind and, and uh we just caught got caught sleeping right there and with our eyes in the backfield and uh you know, it happens and uh, like, you know, you just gotta play the next play and and forget it happened as a defensive back. So yeah, we just they called us right there and uh Yeah nothing we can do about it to keep playing football. And the other play that seemed to give us a little bit of trouble was that counter play with Stovall that they like to use him on the counter that uh, they would, you know, run right, run right, and yeah. then they would run that counter to the left, and we were able to stop it in overtime, but it did set up their uh, their go-ahead touchdown late in the game. So, I mean, I, yeah. I, I, thought it was, I thought it was pretty good execution on their part of disguising what they wanted to do and who was carrying the football. Yeah, well, the, uh, I believe the kids you're talking about, he hadn't played since, like, the first game in the season, and uh, he could have, so we played them. Uh, when our guys were juniors, he's the same age as our juniors. We played them in JV, and it was about, about, about a game like this. And uh, we could remember him. Uh, we didn't know if he was going to play or not. And he kind of gave them a third element because they had number one and they had number five. And, and number eight can absolutely fly. I know he took one, took a kickoff back against South Point, And uh, he just kind of gave him that third element. And uh, <laughs> unfortunately, he came back at a, against us. But, uh, he can, yeah, he can do it, man. He can run. Now, and there's a big up front. It's like I told you last week. There's a daggum big up front. It it makes it hard up in there. There's foot to foot, and uh, they got a really they do a really good job. Yeah, I want to talk a little bit about our kids though. Mooney's day, uh, four touchdown passes, uh, only one interception, and uh, of course the uh, 
his passes to the outside were right on the money. And those are, I don't think people understand the difficulty of those throws on, on the one touchdown to Thompson. I think he threw all the way like back across the field. And then he's, he's getting better when he rolls and then throws. And I know that buys him a little bit of time, but uh, he's very good on the rollout. So, it, you know, I've enjoyed seeing him progressively improving throughout this season. Yeah, it's been a. I mean, we know we knew all along that Ben was going to be really good, and uh, you know, he's just. People don't realize, you know, he's just a sophomore, and uh, he's going to continue to get better. And he did throw some daggum darts last night. I was impressed myself, just standing on the sideline. Like you said, a couple of those touchdowns, he could not have thrown the ball any better. And it was the drive we should have put him away down there at the end. You know, we had the ball down there at the clock, and. Uh, we missed that pass to Ryan, and you know it, it was that was a really good throw too. But Ryan just had to spin all the way around. I think he got him, got him off balance. But uh, yeah, he's uh, and then and I was talking to one of the new, uh, paper reporters last night about him running the ball. I mean, Ben's fast. People don't realize you know he's a good athlete himself, and uh, he's he's got some wheels. And and uh, we just haven't ran him much, but uh, he did a great job of that last night. And I was telling uh, up in the booth, I was telling uh, some of the guys I work with that. I, w- I would have liked to see more than we did. He had the one forty yard run. Seemed like he had a, he had a couple of long runs. And as they key on Norris, you know, Norris had two hundred yards and a couple of touchdowns by our count. That the better Norris runs, the more that's going to work. You know, I know. I, you know, last year with Sweezy, I saw you working that in where Sweezy would keep the ball, and I'm seeing the same thing with Mooney. And I think that now you have to account for him. You just can't key on Norris. And you're exactly right. He he can run the football and make some plays with his legs. Yeah, I mean, we not, we noticed their kids early on in the game. You know, they would whichever side uh, Jeremiah was on. You know, they'd be pointing where he, you know, where he was going or whatnot. So we just kind of kind of countered that with being adding being more to the running game. You know, you don't want your quarterback running the ball a terrible amount of times, but uh, he we run him just enough to keep him honest and not key on Jeremiah so much. Yeah, and I think that's going to work. And and I think that you know you made it a good point where you said he had you know he's a good athlete. I mean, he can do it. It's, it's just not putting it in there for the sake of putting it in there. I, I want to say yeah, I mean, two ben, runs. He had about seventy. Ben's yards. one of our fast. Ben's one of our faster kids. I mean, and uh, he he does a good job of that. So uh, moving forward, you know, we we've got to get by Cherville next week. Got to go down there, and then uh, if we're able to get by Cherville, then you've got the the big one uh, with Shelby. So you know, I I know you don't want to get two weeks ahead, but I know, Coach, you got to be thinking about that and. That's going to be an exciting matchup, I believe, to see who's going to be the number one 2A seed from our conference. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, people didn't realize how important last night was because I knew, you know, I knew going into it, East Gaston was a, was a good football team. And and uh, basically, you know, you're playing for a right to play in the conference championship Friday night. Uh, well, I mean, two Friday nights from now or whatever. But, uh, you know, Coach, we get, like you said, we do got to – we got to gear it back down. It's going to be hard to come back from that emotional roller coaster we were on Friday night. Uh, got to come back down to earth and go back to work. And uh, I think a lot of Coach Pruitt over terrible. He does a good job. He's a great guy. So, uh, you know, I know they they uh, scored some points on Shelby, which was impressive. So, yeah, because Shelby's got a great defense. So, uh, you know, I'm not going to overlook terrible because you can't overlook anybody. You got to play the next game. But uh, yeah, if we can we can get through that one, man, there'll be it'll be like it was in 2019. There'll be a crowd of people there. Yeah, I just want to talk about a few of the guys on defense. I thought had uh, good games. I think Nick Vinson does a great job of getting in the backfield and disrupting things. 
Uh, Azari Brown, Hunter Davis uh, seem to be around the ball a lot. Uh, your guys on defense, you know, I know they're a little undersized up front, but it seems like they make they make up for that with some athleticism. And when we get Bonner back here, hopefully in a couple of weeks, that'll give us some more size. And I th- I think we're going we're going to be okay on the other side of the ball as well. Yeah, um, I mean you, I never I never fault our guys' effort. I mean they play their tails off. So uh, you know you can't do anything about your size, but you got to play hard and and our kids do that. And uh, you know we we made some key stops. You know I was watching the game after on film uh, last night. So, I mean I I didn't realize we made them punt as much as we did. You know we just didn't stop them when when it uh, that at the end there a couple of times, but, uh, you know, I'm not never going to fault our kids effort and you can't, you can't coach speed. So, you yeah. know, that's what we rely on. Cause we're not, we're not overly big. So, uh, that's just what we hang our hat on and let our kids play. And they run to the football like maniacs. That's what, what we hang our hat on. I think one other point I'd like to make uh, is a little bit of creativity in the running game where you bring that H back, usually it's Davis or maybe it's uh, Zach Morrow or somebody, and you put him right behind. It looks like he's right between the guard and the tackle. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, you know, and he's right up on the line. And, uh, you know, I, I see where you want him to, you know, to, to get a block, you know, to seal the edge. And, and you know, either Norris is going to try to go around or cut it back inside like he did on that touchdown. I, I, I haven't seen a lot of teams quite put him there, so that's just uh, – Interesting to look at, but it looked like it was pretty effective on some of those Norris runs last night. Hunter, uh, I tell you what, early on in the season, we struggled running the football because we just, you know, Silas Tate is not playing this year because he got hurt last the uh, right there at the end of last year, and Hunter was pretty much the uh, the only kid we had that could do that, so we didn't put him in there because we didn't want him playing both ways. But uh, you know, we got into conference and we started adding that more into our offense. And uh, Hunter's a tough kid. He plays middle linebacker and he plays that H back for us, and uh, that's not an easy job to do that, especially uh, on a night like we had last night for that kid. You know, constantly just up in there, and uh, I'm proud of him because he. I don't think he came off the field last night. Yeah, he sealed the edge on that touchdown. I know you're going to see that on film. That uh, defensive end came free. Hunter there from the H-back takes him out, and that just opens up the crease, and then Norris ran right behind him, so he did a good job on that play. And that's kind of the stuff yeah. that fans don't talk about enough, but if that doesn't happen, then we don't get to watch Norris run in the end zone. <laughs> yeah, they, they know. I was an offensive lineman. I know exactly what you're talking about. Those kids, uh, they don't hardly ever get their name in the paper, but uh, our our kids battled up front last night. Uh, Jackson Bivens and Jesse uh, Love they 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 blocked their tails off along with Hunter. So yeah, they, they did, did a great job. Opened up a lot of running room for Jeremiah. Well, well, Coach, I know that you're 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 tired, you're exhausted, and you got a bunch of film to watch. So we just appreciate you taking uh, Saturday morning to call in, and good luck, go Bulldogs. Uh, Hopefully get you a victory against the Ironman next Friday night at Cherival. It's going to be a close game. I want to tell our fans that uh, they're going to have a raffle there at, at halftime. So see somebody over there, buy some tickets or raise a little money over there. So I know that a lot of our communities are connected. Burns and Cherival, a lot of the kids know each other. So it's going to be fun going down there next week. Yes, sir. I appreciate y'all having me on. Go Bulldogs. All right. Thank you, Coach Devine. Coach Devine of the Burns Bulldogs called in the last couple of weeks. I appreciate that. You can tell he's a little hoarse this morning. Yes. <laughs> so, so it's just a wild game. And 
Uh, All right, JP. Yeah, had, had to get that window set up. All right, JP, we got to go. We'll be back in a few minutes. KDCBroadcasting.com. Texas Motor Speedway. Allgaier tries to get to the back bumper. Cindric, he won't get it done. It's the Andy's Frozen Custard 335. A.J. Allmendinger dives to the bottom of the racetrack, slides up. They make contact. They slide down the front stretch. Cindric runs into Allmendinger at the stripe, and it is going to be A.J. Allmendinger winning the race. The Andy's Frozen Custard 335. Saturday, October 16th at 2.30. On Carolina Country WCSL, 92.3 FM, 1590 AM, and online at kdcbroadcasting.com. When it comes time to make a purchase, shop local. When you shop local, you're putting money back into our local economy. And now when you shop local at one of our participating merchants, you could possibly win a $500 local shopping spree. Just register today at Gaston Used Auto Parts on Dogwood Street in Gastonia, at Arnold's Jewelry on South Washington Street in Shelby, at Iconic Motor Company on West Dixon Boulevard in Shelby, at Trackside Trader on Railroad Avenue in Kings Mountain, at the drop-in stores with three locations in Far City, also in Sandy Mush and Shiloh, and at Victoria Stevens on East Warren Street in Shelby. The drawing will be held Friday, October 29th. Shop local, and you could win a $500 local shopping spree. Brought to you by KTC Broadcasting, WhatsUpShopper.com, Downtown Radio, and Carolina Country. Plumbing problems? Well, if you're not an expert plumber, then we invite you to call the expert plumbers. That's Olmstead Plumbing in Forest City. Just call 828-245-7302. Recommended since 1973. From faucets to sinks to toilets, from sewer and drains to well pumps, from dishwashers to disposals to bathroom remodeling, residential and commercial, new homes too. Don't let your plumbing problems drive you plumb crazy. Call Olmstead Plumbing in Forest City. 828-245-7302 or visit the website at homesteadplumbing.com. Escape to the Renaissance Festival, Saturdays and Sundays. There's music, comedy, circus entertainments. Eat, drink, be merry at the Renaissance Festival. Presented by Pepsi. Discount tickets at Hedda's Tita stores or print your own online at renfestinfo.com. Mention the Renaissance Festival and receive discount hotel accommodations at Hampton Inn and Suites, Huntersville and Lake Norman. Huzzah! Hey, look, it's Gary Dellinger with Dellinger Electric. Gary, what's going on? Hey, Calvin, just stopped by to see how the new jingle was coming along. Well, as a matter of fact, we just finished it up. Want to hear it? Oh, I can't wait. Here we go. When it comes to your wiring, you don't want to monkey around. Call Dellinger Electric. They're the best electricians in town. Well, what do you think? I don't know. I mean, it doesn't even give her phone number. And monkey around? 704-435-0705. They're the best electricians in town. I don't have to pay for that. Do I? Join Melton Baker for the West End Cell Swap Shop Monday through Friday on Carolina Country, WCSL, Cherryville, Gastonia, 92.3 FM, 1590 AM, and online at kdcbroadcasting.com. Having breast cancer does not have to be a death sentence. You can live a full and productive life beyond your diagnosis. At Survivor Friendly, their professional certified fitters will provide you with the right services and educational support that you need. Join them for their open house on October 23rd from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at 1100 South Lafayette Street in Shelby. They will have giveaways, live demonstrations, educational sessions, food, vendors, and much more. So come by and meet the wonderful team at Survivor Friendly. You're listening to the Wolfman Jack. I tell you, when I was a little kid, you know, I was I was brought up listening to Alan Freeman. Wolfman Jack. When I was just getting started. 
you know, the hip thing was to say, what's happening, Jack, you know? Hey, Jack, what's going on? You know, so that was the hip slang, you know? So being a horror classic freak like I am, I chose the Wolfman because it was a very animal-sounding name and the name Jack because of the hip slang, you know, what's happening, Jack? Because Jack always knew what was happening. You understand what I mean? Wolfman Jack. Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday mornings, 10 a.m. to 12 noon, on the balls. WHS Shelby, WLON, Lincoln, and online at kdcbroadcasting.com. Coming to the Pavilion on Park Square in Forest City, Saturday night, October 16th, the 2021 ACM New Male Artist of the Year, Jimmy Allen. Jimmy Allen with special guests, Neon Union and Rutherford County Line. Long legs, cut off jeans, pulling me in like a magnet. Gates open at 5 with showtime at 6. For ticket information, go to townofforestcity.com. Don't miss it. Jimmy Allen, Saturday night, October 16th, at the Pavilion on Park Square in Forest City. I'm just flesh and bone, heart and soul, and I've earned a cover. It's time to play at the Green Meadows Golf Course on Kelly Road in Mount Holly. Play and ride Monday through Friday for $25. Weekends, just $30. Seniors ride and play Monday through Friday for $20. And every Wednesday is Ladies' Day. Ladies play and ride for just $15. So make your tea time now by calling the Green Meadows Golf Course, 704-827-9264. Green Meadows Golf Course, 957 Kelly Road in Mount Holly. At Ingalls, we're proud to partner with so many athletics organizations to bring you the very best of everything sports have to offer. And we're also proud to bring so many great game day options to you crazy fans out there, like the best meat in town, crisp, fresh produce, ice-cold beverages, and more. Whether you're loading up for that road trip or preparing for the homestand, we've got you covered. Ingalls, low prices, love the savings. If you're in the market for new flooring, go to this area's most recommended flooring store. That's Florin America on Slater Street in Kings Mountain. Florin America in Kings Mountain is where friends send friends for their flooring needs. And right now, you'll find the ever-popular luxury vinyl plank for only $2.99 a square foot. That's right, only $2.99 a square foot. All during the Fresh Start Flooring Sale. Give your home a refresh with one stop at Florin America. 602 Slater Street in Kings Mountain. Online at FlorinAmericaKingsMountain.com. And we're back. Yeah. On Saturday Morning Sports Talk with Kevin, Tom, and Terry. Morning, JP. Morning. We, I don't know if we can hear you right now, or I can't yeah, hear you. Yeah, I cause, can. Because I don't have my earphones turned on. That's why I can't. Oh. Okay. So Why'd How was the breakfast in there true? Turn her on. Turn, 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 the, turn the mic it on. It was here, good. good. Good pancakes? Yes. Did you get one big one, or is there a stack no, of them? No, it was two you? big ones. Now, now, how do you like your pancakes? They were good. No, how do you like them? Any specific way? Like, do you like any like strawberry dressing or blueberry chocolate? Just plain's good. Yeah. I didn't know if any specific. My my kids like the one likes the chocolate, the other likes the strawberries for for theirs. But good morning, uh, uh, everybody. Saturday morning sports talk. uh, Kevin Hastings here with Tom Senefani and Terry Reinhart uh, talking Major League Baseball playoffs uh, right now. Um, One thing that uh, I'm not too thrilled about uh, not only you know they they added a playoff team but then they only let them play a one in play playing game and then they turned the division into a five game series not a seven game series so it actually reduced the actual baseball but in the they kept it in the same week is what they were trying to do 
to their precious little 162 games time schedule, they will not touch for anything. Yeah. But we'll mess around in the winter and when it starts getting cold and all this and in the playoffs. And I, I don't know. I'd rather see more baseball, more tournament style baseball than I would regular season game 121 of, of, of whoever. But regular season is just not that intriguing. No, 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 no it's not. So, it was, I think, back in the 20s, 30s, and uh, when people would, there was, you'd go to well, a game all the time. Tom. That was your entertainment. Well, well yeah. this time as well. well. This is well. One, one other thing. We'll see what you think. Your entertainment as well as picking up the paper the next morning and seeing who won. Yeah. Right. <laughs> or listening to Read the game. The box listening to the game on the radio. You know, that yes. was your pastime. Yes. That's what people did. Now you got these stupid things which have rotten our brains and, and follow us around everywhere we go. So we, we don't keep up with 162 games anymore. So that's why the game has to change. Why is football so great? Every game matters. Yeah. Why is baseball not as great? Every game doesn't matter. Well, it's one of them things when I start the season and I'm a Kansas City man, I'll listen, watch them for probably maybe the first 10 games, 15 games. Yeah. And then I'll kind of slide away until it hits about July, you know, after the all-star break. And then I'll see where we're at. Well, if we're in contention, okay, I'll pay attention from then on out. If we're out of contention, then uh, I'll say, okay, well, I just hope we don't finish last. It would be, you know, I don't know if it'd be more fun if they went to like a more structured Tuesday, Friday, like a high school, but you'd always face those two good pitchers all the time. <laughs> so I don't know how much offense there would be because you'd have to face, you know, now you got to face, you know, your two games and have, you know, have time to Dodgers to get to pitch somebody like Kershaw and, mm-hmm. and what are you going to do? So uh, I, I don't, I don't know how to fix it. I mean, it's really like if you throw this idea out there, well, that, that creates this problem. But if you do this, then that creates this problem. Well, All the records of, and stuff I don't really care about. Yeah, well, I have a lot of people when they talk about how Major League Baseball is, and some people like the one game. Well, I think it's awful. Well, the, I mean, a lot of – I do not like it's it. It's not really conducive to – You know, uh, but they also look baseball. at me and they say, okay, well, how is it in the NFL? And I'm like, well, you're right. It's one game. No. It's no. different, you are the elite. <laughs> you different. can get beat, and you can be put out in one but, game. But what makes it different is the pitcher. It's not like you have a five-man quarterback rotation. It's like, okay, we're, we're facing this quarterback today because the other one's resting. That's not the way it works, and that's that's why it just you know just doesn't well, I got simple math for you as well, like Tom talked about. Um, it's because in baseball they play 660, and in football, well, 70 now, 16. Easy math is it's ten times more valuable to win a football game than it is a baseball game. So even in theory, even a seven game series isn't good enough to weigh who's better. It needs to be a ten game series if you do if you extrapolate the math or seven. I do not mind them dropping it down to the five. I just think your start ought to be two out of three. If you make that game, it ought that to be two least, out of three. But, but the five, I don't like that either because it, it was wasn't it seven? It was seven, and, that, and now it's five, and I ain't got a problem with that. So now we have less postseason. And now baseball. you got to win four out of seven now. But uh, now we have less less postseason baseball, more regular season baseball. Good job, baseball. They're just off. If you all do this. not think it does not matter, the L.A. San Francisco game the other night was top notch. You see everybody was mad game at five. mad at Pete Rose, you know. Why? You got any guesses? Is he gambling again? No, it's because he criticized Joey Votto for striking out too much and why someone batting 189 is batting cleanup for the Yankees. 
and then they and then everybody then Terry, you know what they did? They brought out the advanced stats. I actually read one. I'm, I was going to. I'm trying to try to find it. Someone someone says Rose kills him and hits doubles, all this other stuff, you know. And the other guys like, yeah, but those aren't real stats. What about all, it was R W R C plus. And 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 Votto has a higher OPA, OPS when they add them together, right? Well, Terry, the numbers were like eight ten to seven seventy. Well, see, well, that's forty points higher. No, it's four points yeah. higher. It's four percent. So every that means every hundred bases, Joey Votto will get four more on average over. A, and he's only played nine years, seven years, and Pete Rose played twenty four. Let's see if he can play twenty four years and keep those same averages. It's just the weirdest stuff. The 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 poo poo and, and and like Pete Rose talk about the striking out of of the of the batters and, and where they're going with this stuff. And I, I was just or I read an article on this out. week. Well, how about the Atlantic League? Uh, is is testing a lot of this, and they got the Robo Umps, Tom. Um, and then you remember how I told the story about Frank Viola? They ran a story on ESPN the other day about the Robo Umps in Atlantic League, and they interviewed Viola. And I couldn't do nothing but laugh. Like, yeah, let's ask him. He has. He's gonna have nothing. And of course, he was like, "This is trash." You know, he just went off on. On he wants to yell at a, he wants to yell at a human being, right? Well, right. like the teacher he did down in Gastonia. <laughs> yeah, but that would take a lot of it out of the game. You know, hey, now the the plate umpire just calls check swings, and might call like foul tips and things. Now, like that. now the, the umpire um, that they interviewed from the Atlantic League, he said the hecklers still heckle you, but they have to. They've changed their heckles to. Check your batteries and is your are your wires connected? <laughs> well, there's always going to be there's always going to be hecklers at a baseball game. That's why, <laughs> he said especially, especially one that sells beer. So. Yeah, <laughs> but that's that, that's where those are wins. How would you like that one, Tom? Someone telling you to check your batteries. Check your batteries. Almost... Check your batteries. <laughs> I think you need a software update. You know, I guess you can get creative. But yeah, yeah. I think, that's where they were going with. Them. I think it's I think it's pretty dumb. But, uh, you know, he's got to put us out of a job, Terry. Of course, we're getting close to retiring anyway. We're getting close to letting the young kids You, you guys it. had to leave a little early last week, so I had some baseball stats for you guys. I don't know if you caught them. How about, did. did you see here the Pujols in one season's got more playoff wins in one game? In one game with the Dodgers, he's got more playoff wins than he did, ever had with Mike Trout and the LA Angels. <laughs> Poor Mike Trout. When one game... With the L.A. Dodgers, he has more playoff wins than he ever did in his career, led by the the goat Mike Trout. Now I haven't been I haven't been keeping up with that it because I've been so busy. This was the one I wanted to go over, guys. This is this is just in, insane. And this is the Cardinals pound the back because they lost. So I got to say something good. All right, the most recent Terry, did you hear this one season of having the worst record? Yes, in the National League. Yes. Okay. That's amazing. Pittsburgh 2020, Miami 2019. So some of these are going to be in order, right? San Francisco 2017, Cincinnati 2016, Padres 2016. They tied. Phillies 2015, Arizona 2014, Houston 2012, Nationals 2019, Cubs 20, 2006, Colorado 2005, Milwaukee 2002. Only four National T- League teams left in the 1900s. Have not had a the worst record in the National League since the turn of the century. Nineteen ninety three, and I bet nobody would have had this bet. The New York Mets 
it's been the fourth longest streak since having the worst record in the National League. And they've had some bad, bad years. Yeah. L.A. Dodgers, 1992, the year before, are third. And in 1990, our network affiliate, Atlanta Braves, are second in the National League. They haven't had the worst record in the National League, guys, in 31 years. Yeah, I can remember those uh, early 90s teams when they got, you know, when they had that mm-hmm. great pitching staff and Sanders came along a little while later and they had all those powerhouse teams in the 90s. They were fun to watch. And, Tom, the <laughs> the most recent season, the St. Louis Cardinals had the worst record in the National League was 1918. You know he's going to bring that. 1918. The- Whether you want to poo-poo or not, that's an impressive stat, right, Terry? It is. It's impressive. Years. 103 impressive. years since they had the worst record in the National League. And think about it. Yeah. And the next one closest the- is 31. No, no. The next one closest is from them is 72. 72 years until... The- oh, yeah. That's what I'm <laughs> saying. What I mean? but it was next, from 1919 you know. to 1990. But yeah, Atlanta, thirty-one years—that's a good streak in, it, in, yes. in itself. Yes. Uh, about a hundred and one years since they had the worst record. Here's a picture from that season. It's Babe <laughs> Ruth in, uh, in nineteen eighteen. Babe Ruth and Joe—that's uh, Hornsby. Is that is but, that Babe Ruth playing for the Red Sox? Uh, as a Yankees outfit. Okay. okay. But now I want to ask you a question. Me or Tom? You. Yes, sir. Because you're a Cardinals fan. Yes, sir. And I'd even ask your dad if he was here. Oh, good. Yeah. Why? 17 straight wins that you have, and you're the coach, and you get fired. Because he, he's not. He's awful. Seeing another soul in Major League Baseball despite won 17 straight games. Despite. There's a lot of souls and got fired. 17. Oh, the man got fired. Well, you know, <clears throat> Jimmy Johnson, Terry, <laughs> went to Super Bowls and got fired. <clears throat> Yeah, that is true, Terry. I mean, you know, well, he did. He did. He did. Yeah, it's on account of ownership. This guy didn't have nothing to do with the ownership. He just wanted to keep his job as the manager. He got fired. Because mm-hmm. here's one thing. When he marched out Reyes in that ninth inning, every Cardinals fan that was watching the game started looking for their keys. They knew exactly what was about to happen, and it happened. In fact, he let a guy on base to make it a two-run homer just for fun. You know what's happening. You can't, number one, they're a good team. You can't get to late innings and, and give them a chance for one swing of the bat. Number two, you can't run out some jack wagon out there that gives up home runs left and right like he does. Jack Flaherty's over in the bullpen picking his nose. He's active. Jack Flaherty. Wainwright pitches it, pitches again. He One of the best seasons of his career, if not one, one in Major League history, for a 40-year-old to do what he did. But, yeah. Terry, you know, you know, number one reason why? The manager's already there. Player coach next year, baby. You're talking about Yadier yeah. is going to coach and play? Yes. Player coach. Mm. I don't believe I don't that's going to I don't know about happen. that. Yeah, that's probably not going to happen. Wouldn't, wouldn't it be better for him to be the next coach of the Cardinals? Well, I mean, if you had asked me, I would probably go, yeah, because he's the team leader, the team captain. Mike Matheny got you know? the job. After after being the catcher there for seven years or whatever it was, and Yachty's been the is the catcher of the franchise now, 
a face of a face of it for the last 17 years, whatever it was. And I don't know why he wouldn't be the coach, but of I, I, I that they're not going to do that. But no, they should bring in Okendo and let him let them coach together. All right, uh, Major League Baseball, Boston and Houston, and everybody in the world. So, I mean, I'm not a Boston man, but I'm hoping Boston beats Houston. But I don't because know Houston that cheats. Yeah, is that game one? Yeah, yesterday was game one. Five who, four. Who won? Boston. Houston, Houston won. Houston won five four. If Houston goes back to the World Series, I will boycott it. I will not watch it. I I, I want all the teams in the, still in the playoffs to lose. Yeah, I know. I, I'm not a Boston man. And <laughs> one of them all to lose. Who we got left in the National League? Dodgers and Braves. Dodgers and Braves. Then they play the first game tonight, or no? Yes. Okay. Eight o'clock, yes. four twenty, and eight o'clock tonight is. It's fun when the Braves are it, for, to, to live in this part of the country. It's fun when the Braves are good, even though I don't really yeah. pull for the Braves. It's well, fun when the Braves are good. Team. Yeah. So, my grandpa pulled for. Yeah. Them, so I, I, you know, and uh, my father-in-law was a huge Braves fan, and, and you know, Kevin, I, I don't think I've ever told you that uh, J.W. Owens, my my uh, wife's dad, would always listen to the Cheerful Legion game on the radio. Every time, yeah. and he'd always listen to the Braves. Braves. He had him a little area where he sat and yeah. had his cold My beverages, and just sat there and listened, listened to the game, listened to the game. <laughs> yep. and that's where he watched them. And with he his listened. Radio. Yep. Red and he Sox listened and Astros is Eovaldi versus Garcia. Uh, free to start for the Braves, undecided for the Dodgers. <clears throat> Any? How you guys want to handicap the series? Uh, I don't know. I think the Braves are just a team of destiny this year. I don't know. I think the Braves are going to somehow win this series, even though I know that Major League Baseball would probably rather have the Dodgers win. Sometimes, like sometimes, I get that. Major well, we League, well, listen, well, two things real quick. Unless you said about that, Houston's the number three market in the country. Yeah. But so they don't care. They the the markets in ESPN are going to love themselves and die for everything they can if they get LA and Boston. That's yeah. what they want. They had it so a few years ago. If you're betting your money on who's in charge, bet your money on LA and Boston. Uh, if you believe in anything other than everything's fixed, uh, but you can't Houston go, may have a chance and the Braves may have a chance. You can't go wrong <laughs> with Atlanta, though, because even even if Atlanta wins, they're a regional team. You know, they're 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 an entire the south the entire southeast, save eastern North Carolina, where you have a you know, you have your carries, your concentrated area of relocated Yankees, you know, because if you look at the map, there's a lot of, you know, fans. But I would say that there's definitely, uh, you know, a strong regional presence. So that's got to be good for baseball if the Braves make it. I don't think they can lose on the National League side. Houston, I'm boycotting. I, I'm not watching a bunch of cheaters. The only thing I like about Houston is Dusty Baker. Well, he's I don't. Yeah, Dusty Bay. I like. Yeah, I yeah, like Dusty. He's been with five yeah, like different Dusty. teams yeah. and took them to the playoffs. Yeah, I like so. Dusty. He's a good manager. Yeah. Very good manager. I don't think baseball will allow the Braves to win because their nickname, though. They're going to have to kick that out in a couple. Of I don't know about that conspiracy theory, but I, I I've got one for mentioned. everything, Tom. I've yeah. got one for everything. I, I, I know you do, <laughs> I, I know you do. Conspiracy what do you think, Terry? Yeah. Hey, Tom, do you feel like that you uh, guys got fairly treated with the Indians in the World Series? Uh, I just, I, you know, I, if you ask me about that, it's been five years already, but I still remember. Schwarber. Schwarber killed us. If Schwarber doesn't play, we'd have won. It wasn't a conspiracy. It was we had home field advantage, and Schwarber was hurt, but he could bat. So he, he was a designated hitter in Cleveland, and he killed us, Terry. Tom, you I, still sounds suspicious, cry. don't it, Terry? I know. Tom, you still crying. I am crying sounds about that. Suspicious. I am still crying. I hate Schwarber. I, I will punch him in the face if I see him. 
He just killed us. It just God, he doesn't even play for them anymore. I can't remember right. where he plays now. All right, we'll be back in a few minutes. KDCBroadcasting.com. It's a Hendrick Appliance and Mattress Center mattress blowout sale. They're overstocked with twin, full, and queen-size mattresses. Just listen to these blowout prices. Twin-size mattresses for $129, full-size mattresses for $199, and queen-size mattresses for $249. And a new load of scratch and dented furniture has arrived also. Hendrick Appliance and Mattress Center, 1241 East Dixon Boulevard in Shelby. On the right going down, on the left coming up. Online at HendrickAppliance.com and see their page at WhatsUpShopper.com. Like them on Facebook, too. If you've been thinking about purchasing a storage shed or building, now's the time at Sheila Sheds in Cherryville and Shelby. Sheila Sheds is having a big sale on all old hickory buildings. You can save hundreds of dollars and more. Come see their selection. And don't forget about Sheila Sheds for carports, horse barns, garages, and more. Sheila Sheds, 2014 East Dixon Boulevard in Shelby and 2261 Lincoln Highway. The East in Cherryville. Like them on Facebook, too. It's time to head on into Classic Volkswagen in Gastonia, where you can get 0% financing for up to 60 months on select models. Come in now and take a look at the all-new Volkswagen Atlas Crossport. And right now, get a new 2021 Volkswagen Tiguan S with front-wheel drive for only $26,169. Or the new 2021 Volkswagen Passat SE with front-wheel drive, $424 per month. Come in for all the details at Classic Volkswagen of Gastonia, 4417 Wilkinson Boulevard, online at ClassicVWGastonia.com. Don't miss the Golf Shop Radio Show this Wednesday from 11 to 12. Presented by GolfNickers.com, the leader in traditional golf apparel. Mark Greenheld and Matt Blanchard go from tee to green and everything in between. Welcome to the Golf Shop. Wednesday mornings at 11 o'clock on Carolina Country, WCSL, 92.3 FM, 1590 AM, and online at KTCBroadcasting.com. For years, Hicks Go Forth at Car Fair Auto Sales on the Bessemer City Road in Gastonia has been providing our area with the finest in late model cars, trucks, and vans. And at Car Fair Auto Sales in Gastonia, they feature on the lot financing. Come talk with Hicks about your next vehicle purchase. They're open Monday through Friday, 8 30 to 5 30, Saturdays, 8 till 2. Call 704 865 8024. Car Fair Auto Sales, 1320 on the Bessemer City Road in Gastonia. If you're ready to make the great escape, do it with the number one brand on the water. Yamaha Wave Runners are the most premium personal watercraft on the market with industry-first features and exciting new products like the all-new 2021 VX Series with audio packages, the must-anticipated Superjet, and the new race-ready GP Series. This is Wave Runner Country. See one today at Full Throttle Power Sports, located at 100 Indian Walk off I-85 in Lowell. And we're back on Saturday Morning Sports Talk. Kevin is adjusting cameras so we can see True in there with everybody. They'll be back on the air very shortly. Ah, there we are. Y'all back on the air? Uh, yeah, we're here. Uh, I'm not here yet. There, yet. Now we're here. Yeah, Terry's in here being embarrassing already. Uh, I'm not. I'm asking questions. Tom knew he would be, and he was. I'm learning facts. He has got yeah. So, do what? Yeah, yeah. Uh, That's Tom's head. Yeah, oh, you might. Sorry. You might be able to adjust. It. You can just hear us talking right now for a second. Uh, you can. I mean, you can put it. You can just. It, it will get. I don't know if it'll get smaller or not. It, it, 
don't know what Tom did to it. Yeah, that's supposed to be adjust on your head like that. The middle part. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, anyway, uh, good morning. Uh, True is here, and she's going to do some work here for us. Uh, Tom and Terry are back. All right, Terry. Um, I had a little... Uh, thought I was going to have a little bit of sound, but I'm not going to because it's, it's too long, and, and we're way over time today right now. Um, NASCAR this past week uh, at the Roval. Uh, Harvick and Elliott, we talked about last week. If you're uh, on the bubble and a race like this where they don't throw cautions and uh, you can dump a guy and not only, even if you, not only can you dump him, you can dump him. You don't even have to, you didn't, he didn't even have to tear his bumper off. You just have to spin him out for a second and, and make you lose some track position because, you, you know, normally Terry at, at say, a super speedway or something, you spin a guy out. There's going to be something, a, a caution a lot of the times, most of the time. But at these uh, at the road courses, you can bump a guy off the racetrack. He gets stuck, and you just keep on going. Keselowski happened to him in one of the first few laps there, and he got he got pushed to the back. So, anyway, uh, what I was getting at is Harvick gave uh, Elliot the old push right there in front of where we were at, and, uh, and there was a lot of uh, cheering and booing at that time in the stands, per se. You want to? give your perspective uh, i just think it's whether it's older or younger a bunch of young people's going to pull for chase and if you're the older group you're pulling for harvick but when it was all over said and done elliot moved on and harvick was the one who uh wrecked his own car and got his own self put out of it and then when that happened that changed everything because then elliot went to a very big plus uh well everybody did it helped a lot of people uh kyle bush uh, jumped up a lot of points when that happened and then it ended up where Kevin Harvick does not make the next round, you know? So sometimes you put yourself in situations and I think Harvick was trying to stay in front of Elliot. So he would not get to him because he could see him coming from behind. And, uh, you know, so he ended up wrecking himself, Tom. And I think after that, I mean, everybody was watching that cause they kept saying that, Hey, once Elliot gets back to him and after they had a little pit there, then next thing you know, Elliot's right behind him. Yeah. I think Harvick might have pushed himself too far, and then he ends up wrecking. Yeah, yeah, it's a, that's just playoff racing, isn't it, Terry? Yes, it <laughs> one, is. One mistake and you're done, and you're out of the out of the championship. But uh, Anna went to that race and had a really good experience, and just thought it was really cool. And uh, her first race, Terry, there her you first go. race. She's an engineering student, so naturally a lot of her friends are into NASCAR because of the engineering aspect of it. So Anna had a good time. I'm sure she's still in bed right now, but. Uh, Anna, hope you had a good time. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, what's it look like going next week? Where are we racing next week? And uh, and uh, does he got it up there? No, he does not have it up. But uh, uh, the next race is coming up for NASCAR. Yeah, and where then, are we ra- where I are mean, racing? All this we week? worrying about right now is that Kyle Bush advances. I could care less about anybody else. That's what I don't like about you. You're what? not a NASCAR fan. You are a Bush fan and not a NASCAR I'm a NASCAR fan. fan. I pull no, for Dale Jr. <laughs> I pull for Earnhardt. Dale Jr. doesn't Dale race Jr. anymore. You know, <laughs> oh, that's right, because right. Uh, things happen yeah. along right, the way. True, this is this weekend's schedule. We're going we're, we're gonna to put you on the spot again. Okay. So this is the O'Reilly 300 uh, P- on PRN 180. What time and radio is it on today? At 2.30 p.m. at WCSL only. All right. Then we have? North Carolina versus Miami at 2.30 at WOHS, WLON. 
Then tomorrow we'll have the Auto Trader 500 CRN 25 at one o'clock WCSL only. And after, uh, also at twelve noon we got some NFL action. What we got Minnesota at Carolina on WOHS and WLON. All right, so we've got some action this weekend. Uh, Tom, pulling up some. Uh, I'll pull up your NASCAR for you since that's that's what you look like. Well, that is not the, it. Brought up the NASCAR Institute, not the. NASCAR.com. All right, uh, Terry, uh, just as far as the race goes in, in general, Kyle Larson ends up winning. Um, he did. But and, you know, at one time in that race, he was out. Mm-hmm. He was a negative. Right. He was so, not so, even going to make it. So how, how, does, how do you explain to a, to a, to a fan out there um, how a car can go down a lap or two or lose a battery, and your car never wrecks, your car stays on the lead lap the whole time, and all you do is drive around, do your job, and this guy wins the race. You're in seventeenth place. Yeah, that's a great pit crew. <laughs> yeah, get ready right to say it. And, and cautions, cautions yes. can help you get back oh, in it. Oh yeah, you know, cautions help you get back in it. So, you know, anything can happen in a in a race, especially and especially on, when you, I mean that race. That road course, yeah, yeah, that road course. I, I I got my own opinions. We know you do. Uh, yeah, about road courses. But anyway, we always said last week when we was leaving, people said, well, who are you picking? We said, well, you pick Elliot or you pick Larson. Larson. And that's what happened. I mean, you know. So. It's a little too predictable on the road courses. It's not it's not that much fun because of the competitive aspect. It's fun from the the novelty of or what you want to say. It's unusual. They don't yeah. do a tremendous amount of those. They're doing more of them. Well, uh, so from a fan's perspective, you get to see something you don't usually see. But then when two drivers dominate, it's it's hard to get into. Well, when you sit there, and if I'm a Brad Keselowski or a Joey Logano, I'd like to pull up how many road courses they've won. Maybe they've won none. I do not yeah. know. But, you know, for them, it's just survive. It's like going to Talladega. I hope I don't get caught in a big wreck. I just got to survive this race. I got to be in, like, the top 15 uh, do you know to move on to the next round or something? I don't want to be where all of a sudden I have a wreck and I finish thirty fifth, you know, or something. And and that's what happens. Kevin Harvick found out what it was. He's moving on. He's going to advance, and then all of a sudden he wrecks and he takes himself completely out. And a lot of other people gained a lot of points from him being knocked out. So I know that's what it was. He saw Elliot coming. He knew he was behind him. You know, and they, they, the first thing he was thinking, if he gets to my back bumper, he's going to spin me out. Yeah. he and Oh, he said it was. He said he was on the radio, Tom. So now I come back on the track and said, I'm going to wreck four. So um, that, that's where they're, they're with that. But, you know, Terry, you're right about the new school, old school stuff. But I, I, I don't I, Chase has got to understand that you can't not, you're not going to not get bumped. But he's also got to understand that Harvick, Terry, before he had this successful run with Rodney Childers in this gang, and, and, and now all of a sudden they're not that successful. He what he was he was just mediocrely successful. Then he had a then he just went off for a few years. The same thing, you know how Truex wasn't oh, good yes. for ten years or whatever. You you get a and all of a sudden you're good. But he was he was known for wrecking people and being a hothead before this, and people forget that totally forget that and and. Our, our former announcer here uh, used to remind everyone all the time, he's not, he wasn't a Harvick fan at all because of that stuff like that. And that's the Terry and them type of race. And, and I don't mind the, 
I don't mind it, some of it at all. I don't I don't like taking it for a position. I don't mind the bump. If you're in 17th and 18th place and all that stuff, you're fighting stuff, I don't mind that at all. I don't, the, the wrecking someone to win the race type thing, that's, you've got problems with that. You know, and, and like we said before, I, Jimmy, that's not how he raced anybody. And so there was a lot of times I thought, Terry, he didn't win races where he could have wrecked somebody. If he yeah, really wanted to get to 100, I think Johnson could have got to 100. Jeff so Gordon, you're really Jeff basically probably, saying Jeff Gordon probably could have too. So you're really basically saying if you was a Dale Earnhardt fan, which I was, that that's not the type of driver you really want. He's good, but he will if you're in his way, he's going to move you out of his way. It, it's a, it's also a, and I think you know, it, it, there's a fine line there. What's right? So my car's better than you. I'm beating you. Take your medicine and deal with it, or you wreck me. So you would rather, and I guess this is the difference. <laughs> I guess this would be the difference for me to Kevin. I'm going to be your Kyle Busch man. I'm going to be your Dale Earnhardt man. I'm not going to be a Jimmy Johnson where everything's fine and glory. And hey, I just lost. No, if the race is there, I'm going to get it. I'm going to make a hole. I'm going to find a way through there. I'm going to get the race. The problem is Terry. I might wreck s- myself. The problem is, but Terry, I'm going to do it. You guys <laughs> say that, and then you're the first one to be and moan when it happens to you right right you're the number one the first thing Earnhardt did and you you know what i'm about to say or maybe you do or don't dale why don't you win the race well my jack man didn't turn the wrench hard enough down in the in the first part of the race and then the tire jack guy he was awful and he just first thing he did he didn't say anything well maybe i should have drove a little bit better maybe our car wasn't good today that was on Earnhardt. he blamed everybody even the camera guy sometimes well kyle bush does the same thing that's what i'm saying there's no, you know, no self accountability about it. It's one Look, thing. Look, I to, know how to race the to car. Y'all the fix it, and I'll be up front. Right. There, there's one <laughs> thing to bump people out of the way, Terry, and it is to do it every race and everything, and then complain. Like Harvick, he shouldn't be mad at anybody because that's what he's done his whole career. So he ain't, Chase, whether Chase should Chase doesn't expect it or doesn't like it, doesn't want it. That's different. Harvick's perspective. I don't know why he's mad. He's done it everybody his whole career. You know it, I know it, and everybody else knows it, Terry. Well, Can't you deny that? Well, no. I mean, you know. <laughs> it's just that he was the guy who took up for Dale. And uh, Rodney Children all the Yeah, races. he's the one that Dagum got in the car right after that. And I think a lot of people took credit for him being the one to try to lead that car up to the front. And as they got older, some people have stayed mm-hmm. with Kevin Harvick. And I know a lot of people who have, and I have nothing wrong with Kevin Hart. I just think it's the younger, older generation of uh, Elliot, and he's a great racer. I'm not going to take that away from him, especially road courses. I mean, there's nobody out there that can beat him, but maybe Larson or somebody. But uh, as far as regular races, I think Kevin Hart can play with him. The older people uh, stay with the older people mostly, and the younger people will jump on somebody that's new. You know, I think that well, what the the issue with the, with the race was Terry is that it's not that Harvick races dirty every race like that. Is that these two, it happened for these playoff oh, yeah. spots. Oh, yes. And that's what they were going over, and it's it's racing, and you can do those type of things. And maybe it, and at that point, neither one of them thought that's how you should be racing each other at that time, so they did each other the same way, knocked yeah. each other out. And, and it's Chase, Chase is still in, the, in it. Yeah, he's in it. But, Tara, you may take any bets on him winning it with Harvick out there? Well, of him winning the thing? Of him winning the whole thing. All it takes is one more bump and he's done. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, now you're in a whole different scenario. Now, now you got three more races to determine yourself again. 
you know, so everything all changes. Uh, we'll start this week with this race, and if uh, hopefully Kyle Busch can pull one off, and then he don't have to worry about the last two. Well, we're in Texas, Terry, this weekend. Kyle so. Busch can win down there. Uh, today, 3 o'clock uh, for the Xfinity Series. Uh, tomorrow, uh, inspection is 7.30 a.m. for you that care about that. 2 o'clock, uh, the Auto Track Echo Park. Auto Trader Echo Park Automotive 500. There, I can't, I can't go and read. So, uh, standings right now. Um, let's see, where is my intern? Click on Internet Cam's Web. So the season's over the seventh of November. That's the last race. Yes, they got three more races than one race. Right. So right yeah. now, Larson's in first, Hamlin second, Truex third, Blaney fourth. Cutoff line. Larson's way out in front, forty two. Uh, Hamlin seven up. Uh, Truex six up, Blaney one up, Kyle Busch is one back, Elliott two back, Logano eleven back, and Keselowski sixteen back. Uh, it's just weird four t- four guys vying for a champion, one a championship. It's so ra- in one race. That's that's just such the most random thing. I, I, I'm not I'm not a fan of that. Um, I would just assume Terry that throughout the playoffs, say you got your playoffs. Here's your points before you start. Go. Well, I wish the playoffs, and then, and then you get your points like that. You the same way you did all the points for preseason, the same way you did the old school, and and I don't care how they count them up. Yeah, that's fine. Well, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying what they should do is just let it go. Let you do the ten races, and then whoever's got the most points at the end, that's the winner. Well, I was even thinking that I would love for it to come down instead of one race, it being three. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I see what you're saying. You can have three races. If you have a bad one, you can make up for it, you know, the next one or something. I don't mind it. I I don't mind the. Because you can have anything go wrong with your car. A bad part puts on your car, and that could take you out. If if you if you draw it out, and like in the the old days, sometimes you'd get down the right the the last race, and there'd be two guys left, and some get sometimes there wouldn't be any. Mm -hmm. I don't think they would even. I don't think they could get to that point. Of, of of almost getting so far out front that wouldn't be a chance for two guys to be in it at the end if they just drew, if they just raced it out to the end. Um, I, I don't like the four guys in the championship. What other sports like? Hey guys, we're going to the game today. Four four people can win the championship. It's 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 a weird after a whole season. It's not one race. It's not if you go in there with two guys in position to win. You guys have the best side. This is the championship. You the know? problem I have with that when you get to the last race. And I'll say this probably happened again this year. When you get to the last race and uh, them four get out there, they're going to be running in the top five. The whole race. It's weird. It'll be one one through seven. Somewhere right there, they'll all be tight. They'll all be running against each other. All of them's car will be decent. You know. You cannot win a race the whole time and still win this championship, even though there is an emphasis on winning. And eh, I don't know. I don't know if that's the way they, they should go. All right, looking at the schedule, Terry, uh, we had Texas this week. Again, um, where's my schedule? Texas, uh, Kansas, Martinsville, and Phoenix to finish the season. Mm-hmm. Texas, Kansas, and Martinsville to Think get to the championship. Mm-hmm. Hmm? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Terry, uh, who you got this weekend? Uh... Oh, man. You're running a big track, Martin Truex. Is, I'm going to take Martin Truex. I hope Kyle wins, but I'm taking Martin Truex. Do you want to start lineup first? Not really. Yeah, you can, but I don't think that's going to change me. All right, so Terry's <laughs> feeling Martin Truex. 
Um, so this this is a Charlotte type speedway, but faster and wider. Um, you run wide open. I not know, like going to well, Michigan. You ain't going. They ain't going over two hundred, are they? No, they're not doing that. But you can pretty much run wide open. Down well, Larson's take. on the on the. That's who I was going to go with. I'm going with the hot hand. I'm going with Larson. Denny Hamlin's the most solid thing there is. Uh, This is a a crew chief race. Kyle Busch is third. Blaney fourth. uh, Logano fifth. Next next week's where Kansas? Yeah. I'm going to go Logano this week. Pulls it off. Possibility. I'm going to go Logano this week in Texas. All righty, JP. All right, so... Find our show art and see if that works. JP, pay attention in there. You ready for a break? All right. When we come back, we'll have more Saturday morning sports talk, ktcbroadcasting.com. When it comes time to make a purchase, shop local. When you shop local, you're putting money back into our local economy. And now when you shop local at one of our participating merchants, you could possibly win a $500 local shopping spree. Just register today at Pro Wellness Chiropractic Center, North Aspen Street, Lincoln, Mitchell's Kitchen, Highway 27 West in Vail, Abernathy Chevrolet Buick GMC on East Main Street in Lincoln, Pharmacy Highway 18 North in Falston, at Carolina Hardware on the Reedsville Road in Lincoln, at West End Sales Highway 18 North in Vail, at Eddie's Auto Parts on East Main Street in Lincoln, at Medical Center Pharmacy East Academy Street in Cherryville, Carolina Furniture Mart North Aspen Street Lincoln, and at the Great Outdoors Highway 150 East in Cherryville. The drawing will be held Friday, October 29th. Shop local. You could win a $500 local shopping spree. Brought to you by KTC Broadcasting. WhatsUpShopper.com, Downtown Radio, and Carol. It's Texas. Start your engine! It's the Auto Trader Echo Park Automotive 500. Green flag in the air. Eric Almirola on the outside. Down to the bottom of the racetrack. Kalmush going to try to make a race out of it. Off of turn four for the stage win. Quinn Hauf loses control, slams into the outside wall. We've got a battle for the lead between RCR Chevrolets coming back to the line. The Auto Trader Echo Park Automotive 500. Sunday, October 17th at 1 p.m. On Carolina Country WCSL, 92.3 FM, 1590 AM, and online at kdcbroadcasting.com. Escape to the Renaissance Festival, Saturdays and Sundays. There's music, comedy, circus entertainments. Eat, drink, be merry at the Renaissance Festival. Presented by Pepsi. Discount tickets at Hedis Teeter stores or print your own online at renfestinfo.com. Mention the Renaissance Festival and receive discount hotel accommodations at Hampton Inn & Suites, Huntersville and Lake Norman. Huzzah! Get a great deal on versatile Kubota equipment today, like Kubota BX and L-Series compact tractors, part of our under-100-horsepower tractor lineup rated number one for reliability, Z-Series mowers and sidekick utility vehicles. Stop by your local Kubota dealer today. Bring home the Kubota BX2380 tractor for zero down, 0% APR for up to 60 months, now through December 31st. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for more details. Your Kubota dealer is Parker Farm Service, 126 Bessie Drive in Kings Mountain. There's a reason it's called the Great Outdoors in Cherryville, because if you love outdoors, the selection is great. Plus, they're always having new items arrive every week. Check out their canned goods section with Amish canned goods, salsa, wild game flavoring, jerky mix, and more. See the line of King Fish and Turkey Fryers and Camp Shelf Cast Iron Cookware. Check them out. The Great Outdoors, Highway 150 East in Cherryville, right behind McDonald's, online at teamgreatoutdoors.com, and like them on Facebook, too. 
It's simple. Simply Southern, that is, at the Boston Pharmacy. Just to ride the big new shipment of Simply Southern merchandise, including pullovers, long sleeve t shirts, and jackets. Come check out the selection. And don't forget to get your flu shot at both the Boston Pharmacy and Medical Center Pharmacy in Cherryville. And use their convenient drive through windows. The Boston Pharmacy, Highway 18 North in Boston, and Medical Center Pharmacy, 607 East Academy Street in Cherryville. And we're back on Saturday more sports talk with Kevin in the game. Apparently, they don't realize we're back. <laughs> All right. Yep, we're waiting go. on the intern to hit, hit the button. Do you want to tell oh, her how bad a good? job she's doing in there, JP? I didn't <laughs> is that what you're trying to do? Is that what you're trying to do? Don't worry, True. Those buttons over there are just kind of it's an annoyance. Just got to remember to hit the buttons. Got to hit the buttons. On and off, Terry. So what Again, are we doing? What are we doing? I want to uh, give a shout-out. Go ahead. Okay. To Ken Hildebrand, our tennis coach, for winning the conference championship, conference tournament championship, and he got coach of the year. But for the young ladies on the team, Eddie Godfrey, Chloe Norman, Bailey Huss, Megan Cody, Caitlin Ballinger, Addison Sane, Laura Willis, Jada Willis, Haley Black, and Peyton Taylor were all members of this team. It's the coaches uh, – been coaching tennis over there at West Lincoln for a very long time, and he's always come up second. Reminds you yeah. kind of Harry Gant, though. Harry uh, Gant. Yeah, Alexander about 15 County. times he had finished second. There's always one team that's a little bit yeah. better, but this is his second uh, conference uh, championship he's won since being a coach at West Lincoln High School. Congratulations to him and to all the young ladies on that team. Yeah, and our girls have won the conference tournament as well. Our tennis girls have been having good. a good season. We had a doubles pair win the conference tournament. Uh, so just a good year for tennis yes. in Cleveland and Lincoln County. All right, Terry, before the season started, Sam Howell's Heisman odds were 14 to 1. Now he's off the betting boards. Uh, it should be. Goodbye. Yeah, have a great day. <laughs> Finish your career. How they get beat I, by I Florida hope, I hope State. he's on the I hope he gets on the practice squad for the Minnesota Vikings and has to be tackled by Chasserat next year. <laughs> But you know what they're blaming it on? They blame it on the surroundings, his wide receivers, his tight ends, huh? the running back. Yeah, huh? that's what they're blaming it on. Huh? These are new people. Not the bad coach or the bad quarterback. No, play. no. Yeah. Uh, if he had the receivers he had last year, this would not be happening. Well, you know what? They all graduate. They all go on to the NFL, and you have to start anew. Yeah. North Carolina acts like they're Ohio State. Does that annoy you, Terry? And y'all been better than them? For the most part, oh, I, I, it did. You, know, you bring up Ohio State. I'm just surprised they're getting it together. I thought they were going to have a Carolina-like year this year at the beginning, but they're getting it together. I do. I have to say, I was wrong. I thought Carolina. I thought Mac Brown would would take that program to the next level, and he has not. So I I stand corrected on that. And it looks like Mac Brown will probably yeah, quietly give it up, Terry. You think maybe a year absolutely. or two? Uh, well, I mean. <laughs> Success is not happening. I mean, I think he'll stay one more year, and if it doesn't happen next year, I think he'll be gone. Go back. But then he's yeah. going to end up having to find a new quarterback, so he should yeah. be trying to develop somebody because I'm not saying that how I mean, you're going to finish it out with him, but in games that either I'm in or are close, a big game today, if they lose to Miami today, I would already be looking for a quarterback to come in like late third quarter, fourth quarter, to start developing a young guy for next year because, you know, Sam Howell's going to be done. And, and if you don't have anybody out there, uh, it's going to be a brand-new start. You might end up being the Clemson 
was it, DJ yeah, with is, no offense. Is is how a senior? He's not a senior though, is he? I think he's a junior. So he's I'm they wrong, basically but I'm pretty he's sure. Out right oh now. yeah, I'm pretty sure he was going to leave. And then he's going to be a fifth round draft choice. And well, they keep saying he's bounce around to some top five. Squads I, t- I told I told you, Tom, when he came in and Mac Brown did what he did, that Sam Howell and Mac Brown with the same number of conference championships as they would if Chasserat was there playing quarterback the whole time. It's just not going to happen. T- Terry, what they've done is steal a couple app recruits and state recruits with shiny uniforms. That's all they've done. They're not stealing Bama recruits in here. What are we talking about? You know, and, and the, the uh, channel was saying something to me about uh, app yesterday. I'm like, yeah, I did. we're the best team in North Carolina. We're just not the best team in Louisiana. Yeah. So nobody in North Carolina. See, that's, that's the thing. Are is Tar Heels good? Is State good? Is that good? Yeah, okay, we're good relatively to each other. Yeah. But when we go to Louisiana, we're going to get handed. Oh, we, we toasted Louisiana State Tech. We beat them. Yeah, okay, Terry. Law Tech. <laughs> yeah. We your, name's, the state, your name's the, Law Tech. The state fans have been more annoying than they usually what? have. And, it, and, until you remind them, well, you went and played the SEC team and got spanked. We did. But, you know, we no, absolutely <laughs> did. Well, I, we'll I, have to listen to this. Tom, you were asking about my polls earlier. Well, here's my question. This was this is not my question. This is a, a professional college football analyst. If, Al, if A&M beats Bama... Uh, then University of Texas at San Antonio is number one because they beat Memphis, who beat Mississippi State, who beat A&M, and they beat Bama, making University of Texas San Antonio number one. Is that right if I do my math correctly? That's some fuzzy math, but I see where I, I understand the point. Yes. I think college football is a little unpredictable. I do. I, I, I think that it was amazing that, with a backup quarterback. That was their backup quarterback, Texas A&M. Wasn't it? it was a backup quarterback, and they won that game. But there was like 110,000 screaming fans at Kyle Field for that game, and I think they just carried them to victory. They just would not quit, Terry. I mean, I know you watched. I know you stayed up and watched that game. I did watch that game. Yeah, I would crazy. rather, though, play at Texas A&M and play at Mississippi State where they got them stupid cowbells. Oh and don't get me wrong, we do that at Westland. I was about to say, what are you talking about? We do about? that at Westland, but Terry. it's not that loud. Tom. Have you ever Tom. listened did, did, to Mississippi State and their cowbells? Where's, I think, that, where's that little girl that comes on the internet and I says, think how they dare give you? the visiting team money <laughs> to carry one of them in there and shake it. <laughs> Terry. Yeah, pretty, it, 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 I, I mean, I you find, can't even get I a count. What did about him in NASCAR, Tom? Right. Where he wants to wreck you, then complain if he gets wrecked. Now I don't like your cowbells, but ours are cool. Ours are fun. West Lincoln's are cool. We know when to ring them. Not they, the whole game. They sell them with their brand on logo on them over there, out of the concession. Yeah, stand. yes and we do. You do yes, re- you do. <laughs> you, re- you do realize that that's, that's against awesome. the rules in the state of North Carolina, which says no artificial noise makers. So you're not technically Tom. Not you to had to purchase this thing <laughs> once you got there. Not even supposed to have because artificial noisemakers are illegal <laughs> in North Carolina high school sporting events. Now, Terry. That being said, Tom, these people paid their hooligans. money. There's soccer yeah. hooligans who have them too. So the cowbells. <laughs> Do they have the fuvuzelas in soccer? Uh, I haven't seen any this year, but I guess they consider that a noisemaker and not the whatever that other whatever you just said. I can't even pronounce the vuvuzela. Vuvuzela. Uh, but I just want to. I'm just going to go ahead and re- report y'all, Terry. Y'all need <laughs> cowbells to the to the game at East Rutherford. When I had a soccer game the other night, East Rutherford's got some. They've got some soccer hooligans out there. One of them's got a megaphone. 
<laughs> which you're not supposed to have at a Did you game. stop him and make him get rid of it, Tom? I mean, you know, you know what? This is what I see. I'm the referee. Uh, you got school administration. At a soccer game? Yeah. I, I would have just stopped it and been like, hey, buddy. You don't need the megaphone. Yeah. There's 24 it. people yeah, here. Yeah. Yeah. He'll say, ref, do your <laughs> no, job. East Rutherford actually alone. gets a really good student section there at their games. At the yeah, soccer they, game. They got, they got their hooligans that come to the game. But they, they need to, you know, the <laughs> administer. And, I, and I've heard I've heard words from the stands that uh, don't need to be said I'm around sure the ears. Probably children, oh, yeah. Especially when but, it's quiet. When it's yeah. but, but I tell you, I bless you. I've heard those words as I'm walking off the field, and I know your school administration is up there, mm-hmm. and they don't deal with it. So you want me to deal with it, but the boss man right. who can tell the SRO to escort him out is not going to deal with it. So in other words, nobody wants to be the bad guy, but I'm the guy who's 30, 40 yards from him. That's why he's yelling at me. Well, they, they're, yeah. already figured, you know? they're already yelling at you, Tom. You right. might as well be the bad guy some more. Right. Don't make me the bad guy. So, You're it it, it would be nice. I will say we, we, we did have a former <laughs> administrator one time. Who uh, there were some referees leaving the game, and somebody uh, stood uh, at the gate, knew where they were going to drive by, and stood by to give them a California howdy. And principal went up to those two parents and said, "You know what? You're not welcome on this campus for the next two weeks. And if you do that again, you're not welcome on this campus ever again." All right, let's pick some college nice. football games. Number ten, Michigan State favored by four at Indiana in Bloomington today, forty-seven degrees. Tommy, Big Ten, who you got? Uh Michigan State. Michigan State. Oklahoma State, number 12 at number 25, Texas. Texas favored by three and a half. Texas let me, well, no, Oklahoma came back and won that game. That was a crazy game. Texas, man, Texas rebounds. Let's say Texas at home. I like Texas at home. They're playing who? Oklahoma State. Uh, Oklahoma State's number 12 at number 25. Oklahoma State. That's one. Don't go against me, Terry. I have to. Auburn Tigers. Reset that. You are no good. All right. Arkansas. Arkansas. I don't know about them. I don't know about Arkansas. Arkansas is favored by four and a half. I thought that was a big win for Penn State to beat Auburn, but then Auburn's not that good. So uh, give me Arkansas at home. I'm also going to take Arkansas at home. The Florida Gators, number 20, go into Baton Rouge to face the LSU Tigers, 12-and-a-half-point mm. favorites, are the Gators. I like Florida. I think Coach O's on the hot seat. I'm also going Florida also. Could you picture Coach O at a dun, job dun, interview? Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. <laughs> Can we have a translator, please? What'd you say again? What'd you say again? <laughs> huh? I'm a good coach. I'm a good coach. We go win a football game while I'm before coach. All right. Number 21, <laughs> Texas A&M, favored by 11 at Missouri. The Mizzou. I'll tell you, Texas A&M might be due for a letdown, but I'm going to go with them. They're going to be Missouri. Let me down. They went to Boston College and laid an egg. Texas A&M also. World shocking time on television today in the SEC. Georgia hosting Kentucky. I don't know whether you can do this three times. Favored by twenty one and a half. Terry. George, you cannot do this three Terry, weeks I've got in a row. nice cut for you. We didn't have time this week because we talked forever mm-hmm. the first uh, block of the half of the show. Uh, so you don't get to ridicule this week. But I'll have it for you next week. Mm. And uh, so you know kitties to this No week? kitties. Georgia. Right. Georgia dogs. I mean, uh, wouldn't that be something? Are they going to cover? 
Uh, no, Georgia beat them worse than 21. Okay. They Tom. did Arkansas the same way. I've Be got, careful. I've got Georgia. Yeah. I just think it's funny. He accused us of talks, but he's talking about stats from 1918. Yeah. Isn't it 21? <laughs> you over or plus on 21? Tom? Over. Okay. That's what I mean, too. Yeah. BYU. Didn't they get beat last week? Boise, yeah, State? Boise State took them to the house. And BYU didn't, is still ranked. Yeah. yeah, BYU let me down. They didn't go anywhere. Their number, they went from 10 to 19. Well, they failed nine spots, about like Clemson failed. Okay, but if you lose to an unranked team. Uh, Clemson lost should, to an unranked Right, team. and they should be unranked. <laughs> Are they unranked now? Yeah. I Clemson. mean, they fall. You give them Clemson a, right now? Yes. Cheese for what? For their, who they beat this week? Uh, we'll, I'll pull that up in a minute. Uh, Syracuse, Syracuse, not. Oh, gosh, that gets them a. Top what was the score? I don't even know that. 17-14. Well, BYU's at Baylor. Baylor's favored by Baylor. five. What you got? In Waco. I'm taking Baylor. Who are they playing? Baylor and... BYU's at Baylor. Uh, give me Baylor. BYU let me down last week. Ole Miss, number 13, only favored by two on the road in Tennessee. Ole Miss. Uh, give me Tennessee. Upset special here. That's a loss. <laughs> Appreciate it, Tom. For one of us. <laughs> NC State oh, at Boston yeah. College. Number 22, unranked Eagles. Wolfpack favored by three on the road for 18 bucks in Chestnut Hill. You can get a, you can get a ticket. That's the cheapest thing in the whole state of Massachusetts. <laughs> give, me, uh, give me Boston College. I don't blame you for that. I'm going to take State because I'm a State fan, but it, would, well not, well it would not surprise me if Boston College beat us. The line is even. Sun Devils of Arizona State at the Utes of Utah. Herm, don't let me down. Arizona State. That's me also, Arizona State. Don't let me down. Man. All right, Terry, how many games you got so far? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. All right, we'll do Half five way. more. Okay, five more. That would be perfect. Miami at North Carolina. Tar Heels favored by seven and a half today. And I think Thomas, this vaunted, you know, these, these Tar Heel tickets a couple weeks ago were about 200 bucks. Yeah. Down to 11 bucks if you, if you want to get go this For week, 11 Terry. bucks, you can go heckle Mac Brown. Yeah, you taking Carolina. Mac, I've already made my pick. I can't take, my... I cannot stand Miami. Uh, give me Carolina. I've got uh, Miami. Terry takes Miami in Chapel Hill. Pittsburgh at Virginia Tech today. Four Ooh. and one pit. Four and one pit at three and two via yeah. Tech. Pitts favored by five and a half at, at on the road. Tough mm. place to play. Virginia Tech. Me also, Virginia Tech. That's yeah. a tough place yeah. to go play. Yeah. They blew one last week against the Fighting Irish. Yeah, they did. Had them beat. How about a Big Ten, couple of Big Ten games? Nebraska at Minnesota. Nebraska favored by four in Minneapolis. I'm taking Nebraska. Give me Nebraska. Rutgers at the fighting purple people leaders of Northwestern. Rutgers favored by two. In this spelling bee, Tom, you can get a ticket for four bucks. Four dollars less that's than that's definitely a, the cheapest thing in the Chicago metro. You area. can get a ticket to this game for less than a gallon of gas in Chicago. Uh, give me, uh, I, don't know, I like North. I, I, I think Shiano is going to get him straightened out. I think they're going to go up there and get a win. Rutgers, Rutgers. I got Rutgers off. I've already wrote them down. All right, now one gotta, more. I got to find you guys a 
a random game of the week to pick. Hmm. We are going to go out to the Pioneer League. This is good. Like we picked Troy last week. We did good, Tom. We picked Central Michigan and Eastern Michigan last week and won. We did well. Presbyterian. (laughs) There we go. Presbyterian. At Davidson. What's the line? There is none. (laughs) What's the records? (laughs) But, but, Tom, for $23, eight times more. (laughs) Must be a rivalry game. Than the Northwestern ticket. Who's home? Davidson. What's the records? All right. Presbyterian, two and three. Davidson, three and one. Let's go with Davidson. Yeah, we'll go with Davidson. All right. So, Davidson over Presbyterian for our random pick of the week. All right. We'll be back in a few minutes. Saturday morning sports talk, ktcbroadcasting.com. Texas Motor Speedway. Allgaier tries to get to the back bumper. Cindric, he won't get it done. It's the Andy's Frozen Custard 335. A.J. Allmendinger dives to the bottom of the racetrack, slides up. They make contact. They slide down the front stretch. Cindric runs into Allmendinger at the stripe, and it is going to be A.J. Allmendinger winning the race. The Andy's Frozen Custard 335. Saturday, October 16th at 2.30. On Carolina Country WCSL, 92.3 FM, 1590 AM, and online at kdcbroadcasting.com. Having breast cancer does not have to be a death sentence. You can live a full and productive life beyond your diagnosis. At Survivor Friendly, their professional certified fitters will provide you with the right services and educational support that you need. Join them for their open house on October 23rd from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at 1100 South Lafayette Street in Shelby. They will have giveaways, live demonstrations, educational sessions, food, vendors, and much more. So come by and meet the wonderful team at Survivor Friendly. Spending too much time at home with nothing to do? Then go shopping. That's right. Go shopping at whatsappshopper.com. Local area businesses are featuring their products and services on whatsappshopper.com. You can also play our contest, listen to the swap shop, and more. Make it one of your favorites. There are also valuable coupons from area businesses. And as they say, let your fingers do the walking and shop online at whatsappshopper.com. You'll love it. Be the one. How? First down and more. Good Magical play by Sam Howe. This is the home of Carolina football. And it's intercepted. Holy cow, Carolina's going to win. Right, that bell tower blue. Catch live coverage of the Tar Heels all season long. Right here on your home for Carolina football. Dario football on the balls in Carolina country and online at kdcbroadcasting.com. There she is. Cody. So you didn't get what I told you to. Dad, I did my research. Let's see what it can do. Not bad. What do you think? Not bad. Uh, Not bad. So? He likes it. I knew he would. Your Coyote dealer is West End Sales, Highway 18 North, Highway 27 West Intersection in Vail. Ella Beam of Burns High School is this month's McDonald's KTC Broadcasting WhatsUpChopper.com Scholar Athlete of the Month. Ella is a senior at Burns High School and is a member of the women's soccer team and the wrestling team. Ella has a grade point average of 4.35. Her advanced courses include psychology, earth and environment science, U.S. history, 
Language and Composition, Spanish 3, Math 171, and English 3. Her extracurricular activities include being a member of the ROTC, mission trips, and hog farming. Ella is a member of the Pleasant City Church in Shelby, a member of the youth group and teaches Sunday school. Community activities include stadium cleanup, color guard, and student activities. After graduation, Ella plans to wrestle in college and pursue the Paris 2024 Olympics. She would also like to do social work or law enforcement. The McDonald's KTC Broadcasting WhatsUpShopper.com Scholar Athlete Award is to recognize a student athlete not only for accomplishments in athletics, but also for overall achievements in the classroom and for overall school and community citizenship. And we're back on Saturday Morning Sports Talk with Kevin and the gang. Hola. Yeah. It's your birthday. We're here to party and sing to you. It's from me. Hope you are bueno. The fun will rain the whole day from the Gulf to the mountains, the city lights and fountains, we hope your birthday's excellent. You are. That's supposed to be a happy birthday song. Is it really? Yes, that's what that is. <laughs> I tried, well, but it means. You did. You, you failed as, as we thought you would. No, uh, I appreciate it. It's the thought that counts. So, somewhere in those 50 words and all that music was supposed to be a happy birthday song. And I don't know what JP did. <laughs> we, we, we don't know. I, I really don't. Hey, look, you said find one I liked. Well, I, I, I didn't have a lot of time. You gave me, what, 15 seconds? <laughs> I gave you five minutes. Five minutes. I did my best, okay? <laughs> oh, well. I tried. True, you learn. You, you, there's your first lesson. Sometimes your best isn't good enough. <laughs> but, uh, but happy birthday to you. Uh, Thank I didn't know if the happy commentary birthday. didn't know that. Uh, she did didn't come in on her birthday. We didn't know. Else did to hang out with oh. us. Yeah, that's <laughs> she came on because that's our, why she got cake. Our estranged employee <laughs> wouldn't come in when it was his friend's birthday. Oh yes. wow! Remember that? Yes. That yeah. they are celebrating the birthday all day, so he couldn't come into work. <laughs> Yes. How old are you? 12, 13? <laughs> I'm 27. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Now, how old are you? 17. Yeah. 17? 17 years old. Congratulations. I remember when Thank I was 17, you. I knew everything. Oh, yeah, everything. definitely. I knew everything. Yeah. I knew more than my parents did. No. Sure. Ask oh, my yeah. dad about it. He'll tell you all yeah. about it. Well, you tell your dad that. You know, you know enough to get on a sports show. Uh huh. <laughs> That's right. Yep. Just got to know people. Got to know, know the right people. Well, well you got to ask too. People are too right. scared to ask nowadays. That's true. That's right. That well, we want to thank you for joining us. Um, thank you for having me. She's not going to be here every weekend, uh, but she will be here uh, some, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll got to work on her schedule. Now, true, you do have to be here in two weeks, okay. no matter what. Okay. Okay. Because it will be our our annual Halloween show. Okay. And I don't have to tell you what you have to we do. Have to, we have I to will be up. in costume Terry that day. won't dress up, but I'm going to dress Whether up. Whether you show up in a costume or not, there will be costumes here for you if you do not. So okay. put it that way, uh, you don't want JP choosing your costume. Oh, no. It is so much fun. That, that's, as, that's as easy as I could put it. I gotcha. Uh, we don't want JP I've been warned. choosing any costumes again. All right, guys. 
let's pick some talk some NFL games. Tom, uh, every time I look down this schedule and see who the Browns are playing this week, it's a tough game. And this yeah, week they is. got the Cardinals. Correct. Uh, well, you don't have a coach. What? You don't have a coach. Yeah, Cardinals don't have a coach. He's got Clingsbury. Co- yeah, you got it. What's He's that got? Got COVID. Oh, he does. Oh, yes. okay. I did not know. So he will not be there. Well, the Browns don't have Nick Chubb, so I think I'd rather have I'm Nick really Chubb <laughs> than Stefanski if he sat out and had Nick Kingsbury. Chubb. I, because uh, I know that you know, watching that game last week, there was a time in the second half where he got the fumble, threw a ball in the middle of the field, you got tackled in the middle of the field. What do you do? You call timeout. That's what you do. What do we do? We let the clock clock run down, waste time, and we end up kicking a field goal. That might have been the difference in the game. I'm going to tell you, these coaches make millions of dollars. Do you not know when to call a timeout? Or what are you saving it for? They went into the locker room with the timeout. They never took it. They never took the timeout. I was like, are you selling that on eBay later? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like, what are yeah. Especially you the first half. doing? What you got are three. you Use them. doing? If he's tackled in the middle of the field, call timeout. That's my rant. I'm done. It's just, it's just frustrating, Terry. These guys yeah. making millions of dollars and don't know when to call a timeout. Yeah. Tom, last week, our records in the NFL picks, you and Kevin come in at 11 and 5. Not a bad yeah, record. Both yeah, of y'all are pretty good, yeah. but I come in 13 and 3. Well, it just sucks. I'm just now. so mad. Yeah. That, that, that made me mad. And then what didn't make me mad is Newsom's out, our number one draft choice who was starting. Denzel Ward's out. Uh, Greedy Williams is backed, uh, banged up. So you got three cornerbacks hurt. You got a rookie free agent undrafted out there playing. Didn't play bad. And then they had some communication issues in the secondary. And there's Mike Williams running by himself. I mean, it looked like, Terry, it looked like me and you in the backyard. I mean, just like, <laughs> go long. Nobody's out there. So, and I, I will say, this is the first time I really watched Herbert. Herbert's going to be special. I mean, he's he's a special talent. He's I mean, he, he, no, he's pretty he's, good. He's, he's, Dallas he's a special talent. Dallas and and, and he, can, he can sling it, man. And, Dallas and, beat him over there. Yeah, Zerline pulled one out of his you-know-where to, to, to beat the Chargers. But uh, Browns are banged up. Kleine didn't play last week. I, he probably won't play this week. Garrett might not play this week. I don't know about Ward and Newsom. You can't have six or seven defensive starters out and play the Chargers and play the, the Cardinals. Now, I mean, you know, you're trying to be optimistic, yeah, but, you know, you also don't have Chubb. Yeah. Kareem Hunt's banged up. He might not even play. Now you're down to Dearness Johnson and Demetric Felton on, and they're good. But I'm just, I'm just telling you, both their offensive tackles are hurt. Wills is hurt. I want to say Conklin's hurt. I mean, it's like, you know, I, I looked at the injury report this week, and I was like, why don't you just tell us the players who are actually healthy and, and they can play? But as, uh, to, to speak to you, Terry, there's a lot of people on the television saying Dallas is the best team in football. No, they, they, a lot of people are saying that the, right now, if they had to pick, it would be Buffalo against Dallas Yeah, in the Super Bowl. Yeah, Buffalo looked very good against Kansas City, yeah. didn't they? I'm telling you, Allen can run the ball, can he? I mean, man, he can do it all. Buffalo against who? Dallas. <sighs> he'll be back with Ezekiel yeah, yeah, jersey. I got him fine. a few years it's, ago. It's he'll, okay. he'll break that one back out. I can take all this what because is uh, is this, is this everybody every keeps sitting back and they keep thinking, you know, just like I told Kevin. Before oh, Dallas lose again, they'll be eight and one when we make a trip to Kansas City. I think I, you know, right now Dallas, I think Dallas is a will lot better. And and then when people say no, they're not. I say, look, Gallup's not even playing. We've got offensive linemen that's not even playing that are starters. We got defensive guy that's not even playing and they're starters. I mean, you know what? So when we get all of the weapons back, 
I mean, think of Dak being out there now, and all of a sudden you can throw Gallup out on the outside for him to throw to. Who do you who do you guard? Somebody on your team is not good at guarding. Somebody's going to be open. Yep, we're going to score. <laughs> it's I, I think I think Dallas is. I'm, I'm starting to become a believer in this Dallas team. <laughs> I mean, it may be. Like Are you Kevin kicking Mac Brown off your bandwagon and sticking Mike McCarthy next to it right now, Tom? Is that what you're it's doing? not Mike McCarthy. It's Dan Quinn. He's yes. got the defense there straight down. I mean, you know, as much very as I, huge. <laughs> just like I told Tom, everybody. Name me, name me three players on the Dallas I defense. I know. I don't keep up. Name don't, me three don't, players. Don't do Terry, me, don't do do me. you name me three players on the don't Dallas do defense? We can name all kind of players on what? our defense. Can you name three players on Dallas defense? I can, I can say, though, on our I, defense, I the main guy well. that you can pick is Dan Quinn. He is yeah. changing. You had Nolan. I need three players. Terry. I, I'm not them. even going to mention three Tom. players. Tom. It's a whole concept. He named everybody and their brother on the offensive side of the ball a second ago. And this has been the problem with the Cowboys for 30 years. You can tell me who their tight end is, their two wide receivers, their linemen, their running backs, everybody else. Who's their defense? Who? Yeah. This what, is what he wants. See, but Parsons, that's exactly what I want. Demarcus. Yeah. I mean, how many might you just keep I, on naming? You know, so that's what I'm saying. 25th in yards. You know. 25th in yeah. yards. On account of at but the end of the points, game, Terry? they give what, what, up points. points, Kevin? I'm getting there. They give up points, points at the end of the game to the other team. Carolina scored two touchdowns when the game was already over. Yeah. What's the points? You know? I mean, you have to 17. think of when they're giving that's it up. Average. That's average, Tom. They're giving up 17 points no. a game. They're 17th. Oh, 17th. Yeah, okay. 17th. <laughs> They're average of defense right well, But like, now, Tom, you also have to consider them touchdowns you've given up late in a game are hurting they, they on get, your they total. They get a little misleading. Yeah, so that you can't right, go Terry. by that. You're right, You Terry. cannot You're go right, by Terry. that. You're the only team in the NFL that gives up any points in the fourth quarter. The only team. The other 30 teams, they don't do any scoring in the fourth quarter. Just You're the right. Cowboys. You're right. That's the most silliest thing you've ever said. When you're up 41 no, 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 to The reason 10, we give up points is when we... The silliest thing he's ever said is Michael Jordan was an average every, player. Every week. It's he's silly. average. In college, he was average. No, we're not going there. We're not going there. Let's do our picks. It's getting late. It's getting late. <laughs> do our picks. Got well, a pick. The 17th ranked defense is not winning anything. Yeah, because we give up points <laughs> late when it means nothing. All right, Tom, let's play this game real quick. Is Dallas better than the Arizona Cardinals? Are they better than the L.A. Rams? Are they better than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Are you picking them against the Packers in the playoffs? Any one of those four are you picking them against in the playoffs? Packers struggled against Cincinnati, man. Cincinnati's a lot better, though. I mean, I don't know if the Packers have it all together yet, but I, I would pick them against the Packers. Blake Bortles has more would, playoff wins than Dak Prescott does in the last five I, I years. I would pick them against the Cardinals mm -hmm. right now. Uh, I wouldn't pick them against the Buccaneers. Buccaneers have already beaten We're talking beaten about them. a team that Dak hadn't played in two years in the playoffs. I'm talking about the 17th worst defense. Uh, defense. You keep saying that. Late. You keep saying this guy. I keep that's saying defense. And the only reason that you're in these games and winning these games is because you do have one good defensive player. And you can't even name his name. What's your rookie's name, Terry? Parsons. <laughs> no, that's the wrong one. Wow. Diggs, he's Ter leading the NFL. Diggs is good, but he ain't. He ain't. Terry, I will say this: How can you not name? Like I can almost name the entire Brown starting right. defense. How right. can you not do that? Because they're terrible. No, it's not like that. But you that, could still Tom. do it terrible. if they were terrible. Tom, it's, I mean, oh, Sandejo was horrible for the Browns, oh, but I knew who he was. Oh lord, you know what I mean? Here we I mean, go. Like, <laughs> you could pretty Here much name. We go. You could. You should be able to name the starters and on your team. Now I don't see other like he does. He's gotcha questions. Name me three starters on the Jacksonville Jaguars. You know, right. he just does that right. just to do it. 
But your team, Terry. It is. You should say your team. Like I said, Denzel Ward, this Greedy is Williams, crazy. Newsom. This is crazy. That's you know, how come can y'all can't rattle win. Off John right Johnson. here you know, you is how come y'all teams never win a Super Bowl. You don't know any of the defensive no, players on like your that. own team. You, on your this own is team. How, this is how come y'all never win nothing. Because when you start talking about y'all's defense, y'all pull out right. the greatest person on y'all's defense, and that's it. So uh, you have I just nobody listed else. you five names. On we the defense. have so a team. Holy cow! Holy we God. have a team. Can, if, can we end this? If you leader. wanted to watch an NFL game in hell this weekend, true, it would be the <laughs> Dolphins versus the Jaguars uh, at nine thirty tomorrow morning. It's so bad they put it on at nine thirty in the morning, Tom. This you have to watch Lund. it over break. Lund. Ha, uh, 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 watch that. Top of the morning to you at Tottenham yeah. Hotspur Stadium. Three point favorite are the Dolphins. Does Urban Meyer get his first victory, not even in this country? No. Or no. on this continent in the NFL. No. Urban Meyer is on his way to resignation. I am picking the Jaguars for this victory. They're gonna go one and fifteen. This is the one. He's going to get his only NFL victory, and it's not even going to be in the, Ur- urban, in the country. Urban is, on the continent, Terry. That's the type of stat he's going to end up with. This is Urban's pattern. Urban messes up. Urban lies. Urban quits. He's always had bad judgment does. with tight ends, he Tom. He's had bad judgment in New Orleans. But he's a great football coach. I'm just I talking about him. Hernandez, Tebow, and his most recent things that's happened with him. Yeah, Packers at, at Bears. Bears uh, are dogs at home by six. Packers. Uh, Rodgers playing well. I, I like Green Bay to go in there and beat them, but I, I wouldn't surprise me if it goes the other way, but I'm going with the Packers. I'm going with the Bears. Any particular reason there, Terry? Because I picked the Packers. Well, I'm picking the Packers, uh, definitely. I'm not picking Ohio State quarterback Aaron Rodgers. Bengals at Lions. Detroit, 0-5. They're going to be 0-6. Bengals with a win by me. I got the Bengals. The Lions are playing better. Give me the Lions. They're going to get a win. Lions at home. All right. Should have won the game in Minnesota. The doubleheader in hell this weekend features the Texans and Colts. Both teams one and four. Uh, Colts are 10-point favorites. Yes, they are. (laughs) Colts. Colts Colts with a win. Just because, y'all. Who was their... Texans quarterback last year, Davis Mills. Rams at Giants. Rams is favored by eight. Is that too little? Yeah. Considering Barkley and and uh, Jones. Everybody's hurt. Right. Rams, yeah. Rams. Rams. Rams with the victory for me. I we might have a split on this one. Going to have to talk to the winner. Gets, the new, gets to name themselves the Guardians. Kansas City at Washington. Chiefs. Kansas City's favored by six and a half yeah, in Landover. Chiefs, they'll bounce back. Uh, I got to go Chiefs on that one as well. Minnesota Vikings on KTC Broadcasting this week. Chasserat and the gang. I don't know if he'll be active or not. Uh, he's only been active for two of the he's games so far. He's on the so 53, far. so he's on the 53. Okay. <clears throat> he's, yeah, he's only been active for two of the games so far. He's on the second, like, with the depth chart, but it's not, he's not been playing. Uh, but he got some special team snaps. He has got some special team snaps. Panthers, Terry, at home, they're the they're dogs at home against this Vikings team. So I think it's a pretty decent team, but they've been in close games. Every game is close for the Vikings. Uh, no McCaffrey. McCaffrey. No McCaffrey. Give me the Vikings. 
I've got the Vikings also. That's all I need to know. Is people that want to know is no Vikings. I've heard a lot of people this week, Terry, uh, and we talk about it all the time. Do the Panthers need him to go ahead and move on from McCaffrey? Uh, I've always said that because he's a guy who's getting hurt every year now. It's like uh, Keekley when he got hurt, it continues every year. You can't pay a million a guy a million dollars a year to catch swing passes no. and not be there. Uh, I go with Vikings as well. This is a big game. Chargers at Ravens. Two completely different style of quarterback play. Does the gunslinger beat the th- the runner? I got to go all the way across the country after that emotional win. I give me the Ravens. I've got the Ravens also. I don't know when, but the Ravens have an embarrassing playoff exit. I think ahead of them. Harbaugh. The more I see about him, I thought I didn't know he was as big of a jerk as his brother, but he is. He is a jerk. So I, I have nothing for them or that franchise. Go Chargers. I, I hate, I hate them, but go, go, I'm trying to go beat go Chargers. him. So I don't have to hear his mouth next Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Cardinals at Browns. Brownies favored by three and a half. No Nick Chubb at home. Well, I, you know, I would say the the Cardinals are the undefeated team playing better, and Browns it looked like it, it looked like a pee wee football team out there playing defense last week. Vegas knows something. Give me the Browns. Vegas knows something. Yeah, a lot of money's got to be on the Cardinals. Terry, I got Arizona. There's no way the Browns can beat them. No, They're terrible. No way. <laughs> They, They're they terrible. Got a, they got a straight. They getting ready to. Do I it. was on the fence till Terry did that. Go Browns. Go Dogs. He's going to be on bad picks last next week. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see Miles Garrett chase. Miles Garrett's he left leg is as big yeah. as Kyler Murray. But he might not even play. Raiders at Broncos. Mm. The John Grudenless Raiders. Broncos. Yeah, give me uh, give me the Broncos at home. Raiders are going to be in a tailspin. Yeah, uh, the fault the rest of the year. <laughs> let's go, Ra- let's go, Raiders. <laughs> you two threw some dirt on that grave. Cowboys at Patriots. Forget that, Cowboys. <laughs> uh go ahead and pick. After, after I've been talking, talking up the Cowboys, just just to make you mad, I'm going with the Patriots at home. I don't blame you. Good loss. Yeah. <sighs> Uh, I, I Belichick is is much better. They about lost. The Belichick's Texans. never played that. They should be that. That's not the point. Is it, is it Dak is Patriots, a legend. Patriots are a JV team right now. They don't have any players. Yeah, they don't. And so Cowboys should win. They will win for my pick's sake. But I wouldn't be surprised if Belichick didn't pull out pull out some. This will be the close. This will be the Mac Jones. BS game. You know, this is going to be on national television, Tom. They, they need ratings for this. So it should be good close. Seahawks and Steelers. Where's the game? Yeah, no Russell. Seahawks at Steelers. Steelers. No Russell Wilson. Yeah, Steelers, even though Ben Roethlisberger, it's painful to watch him. We'll go Steelers in this one at home. And finally, Bills at Titans. Bills. Buffalo Bills. favored by five and a half. I'll go Buffalo as well. Uh, does either one of you know who's on Thursday night football? No, you probably have to find it. I'm Cleveland, Cleveland is. Cleveland is. Broncos in Cleveland. So Cleveland's got <laughs> back to back home games. Terry, are they going 0 and 2? No. No. Cleveland win that one. Now, Terry, what's Dallas' record again? 4 and 1? Yes. All right. Now, here's the quote of the week, Tom. When you're on a roll like this, you start thinking about Super Bowls. <laughs> 
Amari Cooper and the Dallas Might Cowboys. Might be a little too early for Amari that. Amari Cooper and the Dallas Cowboys, who's I'm never fine. even played in a playoff game, as far as I know. We'll be back next Saturday. JP, play us some music. And don't play her. Play. I wish you play good happy birthday music. Not. I guess it's not I'm sure it's a fine song, but, you know, this is an English standard channel here. Happy birthday. We'll sing it to her. Happy birthday to True. true. You happy? You <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> happy to switch it over on the transition. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Have a happy Saturday. KTC Broadcasting. We'll be back next Saturday, of course. Same time, same bat channel. Uh, two weeks, we'll have our Halloween show, The Spooktacular. I'm excited about that. Next week, we'll have some bad picks, returns, and more on KTCBroadcasting.com. Incredible can't cause I, I am the seed of a chosen breed. You don't see too many like me.